Welcome to a very special 8-4 Play podcast with very special guests here to talk about Japan and games and Japanese games. I am your host, Mark Game Jesus McDonald. With me, Roy, yeah. who has to in- give himself a nickname, Blake. Right, right, right. I'm- who's in charge of nicknames. Sorry, I didn't yeah. think about this better, or I would have <laughs> I would have uh, given you your nickname, but uh, why don't you start off with yourself there? Right. So I'm Roy off the menu, Blakely. Uh-huh. And this this story comes from uh, BitSummit happened this past weekend. That's right. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. BitSummit, uh, Japan's premier indie game show, you might That's call right. it. That's right. And I went last year, and I loved it, so I was like, this time I'm going to do it right. I, like... Took a little bit of time off work, yeah. uh, picked like a place with a like, slightly better location, mm. and to stay at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so my my whole thing though is like food. Whenever I go anywhere, mm. whenever I travel, yes. the goal is food. Yes. So um, it's been a while since I've been in Kyoto, and I forgot that it's like a little bit more touristy. Uh, <laughs> a little bit more <laughs> touristy. <laughs> I guess considerably more touristy. Yeah. yeah. Um, be- it's like you went onto one of like one of those duck boat tour boats, and we're like, "Wow, what's all, what's all the tourists yeah. on the duck boat?" Well, like, well, part of it is like you know, I, I like to go. Kyoto to... Kyoto is the like Kyoto tourism the center of duck Japan. Boat. Like, I guess I, I kind of pride myself on going into places that look like tourists would normally not yes, go there. Yes. But I think every place in Kyoto has to be equipped for. Oh fuck! There's a guy in here who doesn't speak any Japanese. I w- yeah, yeah, I will, and I will say just to to add on that Japan's tourism industry is <clears throat> booming. Mm-hmm. Like literally doubled or tripled in the past like five years. Yeah, tripled in like Thanks to Airbnb. Right. Well, that's that was part of it. Yeah. Uh, that law is changing actually I saw. next I month. Saw. Yeah. yeah, but um, but I was just walking around down random ass streets in Kyoto, like back streets, going to a dinner that we had, and I was surprised. It was like maybe every seventh or eighth person was was like yeah. obviously yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a tourist. It's definitely. I mean, you can tell it here in Tokyo as well, but just the, Kyoto is such a smaller city. Right. You can really tell it there. So one one thing that kept happening to me was I would sit down and, like, at a table that has all the nice Japanese menus laid out. Yes. And then they would, like, <laughs> scoop them all up yes. and give me this, like, tiny little excuse for an English menu. And, like, th- the first time this happened, I was like, I really just need a beer. And I sit down and I see this nice list of, like, draft beer. And I'm like, oh, shit, I found draft beer. This is great. I mean, not draft beer. I'm sorry. Craft beer. Yes. I was really excited because that's kind of rare here. Right. So they take that away and they give me a new <laughs> menu. It like, just has like, like beer, <laughs> which is one beer option, and then like two sake options and like a chuhai. I'm like, I'm not. This it is, is not always happening. sad when you get the 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 English menu without people asking. Like a lot of times yeah. they'll ask, like, do you want yeah. the Japanese or I think English that's menu? More... And if you show any hesitation, they're just like, okay, English. <laughs> <Yeah>. But like, <laughs> but it's always like, wait, how did I say? Like, like you go back over what you said, and like, was my pronunciation really bad? Mm-hmm. Maybe like mm-hmm. if I said yeah, two or three people, or you don't have that much interaction to base it on, right? When they just assume that, and then yeah, they give you the. Uh, streamlined yeah touristy version so i got really used to just being like no no just bring it back just, yeah so yeah so that was good and then you know another thing is because there's so many touristy places there's just like bad english everywhere mm. and you you can't help but kind of read it as you go and take it in so like yeah. i feel like by the end of the, the trip my like my <laughs> internal english yeah. thinking was all thrown off like come i was back in your editing for the next game it's <laughs> gonna have like yeah, <laughs> yeah. please let's enjoy <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah let's try yeah. everything is let's try um we have a full house here so let's, right. let's get to uh well so on, on the thankfully on the gears and knobs today we've got uh dermot hostile work environment 
Uh, Cregan. That's right, he's back. He's back. I'm glad to be... Golf, golf, clap. I'm holding a mic so I can't clap, but I'm very happy that you're back, Dermot, to take some of the... What the... How was your time away away from us? What did you learn? Uh, I learned Did you learn what you did? (laughs) (laughs) Did you know what you did? Are you going to do that again? (laughs) Or are we okay now? I think we're. I think we're okay. Yeah, we can take a vote. The news, and that's what happens. You take a three-month time out back in America. Let's see if we can do better now. Okay. I'll see you guys in three months then, because today's news is what really. There's lots of good news. There's that, all that Nintendo uh, the online stuff. To did talk you about, Did you right? go through it though? No. There you go. Uh oh. I go through Uh-oh. it. I fucking we do it live. I know. <laughs> I know. You know how that's how that's how I do. Yeah, we'll be okay. Uh, so uh, you don't sound that confident about this podcast. No, I, I'm great. Okay, because we have <laughs> other people, you know, back here waiting in the wings. That if you're not, you know, yeah. happy and excited to be here, you're right. No, I I never tag out. Okay. No half measures from from Dermot Cregan. So uh, so seriously, what did you do? You didn't have your fiddle, right? It was left here in Roy's apartment. No. Well, so luckily my brother played fiddle for a while. He's okay. since given it up. Yeah. Because uh, he can't escape my shadow. Course, um, Ooh. Shots so, so long shadow. Yeah. Apparently, he doesn't listen to the podcast either. <laughs> God, I hope not. Um, no, so he has one at home, so I was able to play. Okay. Does he have? Have you have you ever seen those ones that are like? They're just like a stick. They make these yeah, an electric and stuff too. violin like travel. Well, and you can tr- you can travel easier with them. Yeah, yeah. Those are terrible, aren't they? I think they're I think they're pretty cool. They're really expensive. Really? Yeah. You think those are cool? I mean, you can, it's like a very particular form of violin, right? You can like plug headphones in it. It's really nice if you want to practice sure. in somewhere Be like quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. Yes. That is true. But like that's like a Eurovision like fiddle, right? That's like the fiddle that they would play on Eurovision where it's just like a white stick. It looks like a Wii, you know, controller attachment or something. You know what I'm talking about, right? I feel like, like maybe we're talking about two different things. Several levels of hatred going on. Yeah. Mark is a fiddle bigot. Yeah. Uh, who, who Mark's is our, fiddle bigot McDonald. Who is our deep-throated, uh, like, uh, silky, syrupy-voiced I would love to tell you, but guest. you said you were going to have a nickname. Oh, I think I did. did. Nick the Falconer. Sutner. That sounds familiar, but I... I think that's the nickname I gave you the last Maybe, but I don't podcast. remember the context. There's the, the guy on Saturday Night Live, the character with the, the giant beard. Uh, oh, yeah, Timothy! The, the, you don't know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I'm enjoying you, like, trying to explain <laughs> that. It's, um... That sounds sort of familiar, but... Will Arnett, or Will Ar- whoever Will who Forte? did... Will Forte? Will uh, Forte. Yeah, it was a character, a recurring character he had. Okay. Um... Okay, well, that landed. Will Forte references thud. are tough. I mean, I like Will Forte, but the that's Falconer like a, is a, a very weird... popular character. Okay, <laughs> you're referencing Separate SNL between like 2002 and yeah. 2015. I was already living here, so it's off my radar entirely. All right, yeah, well, that's past my bedtime. Dorito, it. You'll you will be. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I will have to Falconer. post. I, I mean, I love it. Okay, we're gonna have to post. Uh, we just decided the image for this podcast is now the Falconer and a Nick Sutner comparison photo, like separated <laughs> at birth. All right, go done. Made our job easier. Uh, so. <laughs> Friend of the show, Nick Sutner. Yes. How are you doing? Good, thank you. What thank are you, you doing for, here? Good to be back a why, year or several here? later. I think it was actually on the show four years ago, maybe? What were you doing at that time? Do you remember? Uh, at the time I was here, that was the first time I came to Japan. That was a TGS with Sony. Okay. And, and now, what were you doing at Sony? I was doing developer relations. Yes. Of finding and signing cool games. Yes. Like Firewatch, which is the shirt right. I'm wearing. T-shirt. Um, the Witness. And, yeah, Witness. Some say and, you had something to do with that. Some being say on stage, the rumors. Oh some yeah, say, was... including yourself, that you had, <laughs> that you had uh, things to do with that getting on. That was on the PS4 announcement. 
It was. It was really fun and terrifying. But yeah. 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 Did you know? Did everybody know? Jonathan Blow, I'm assuming, was not reading off the teleprompter when he was like, well, now the explosions are done with. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about real games now or whatever, whatever yeah, it was right after he Kill said, Zone. right? Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that was, was not. That, that was, was off the cuff. Yeah. So in the rehearsals, he just was a good boy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and we said that I was, you know, I was like, and then I was, then I was fine. <laughs> but once the trailer finished playing, I was like, I just like collapsed into my seat like more than uh, I can ever now. another like time in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was good. And then uh, anyway, yeah. And here now I'm here for Bit Summit. As, in between those two things, you worked at a little company called Oculus. For yeah, a while? briefly. Yeah, fourteen Facebook? months. Yeah. And then now I'm a uh, freelance bohemian. Bohemian, I'm told. Yes. Yeah. So what does that entail? Uh, uh, I don't know exactly. entirely yet, but some combo of like writer, designer, consultant. Mm-hmm. You know, working so, on my own stuff and other people's stuff and your own stuff. Yeah. Tell us about that. No, not much to tell yet. But, really? Uh, well, video games and board games. You're and not going to get away with comics that. We're going to dig deeper. Video uh, games and board games and comics, yeah, all of these. Yeah, all those things. You post these comics on your I do. Twitter sometimes. Yeah, I can promote those. Those are yeah, fun. Yeah, go for it. Uh, I make comics with my brother. Uh, Definitely True Tales is the name of the comics. They're pretty funny. And thank you. You've had some, I think only one dud one so what far. What was the dud one? I'm, I well, can't remember it. Well, you don't tell me. I'm yeah. on the show that's I not love, good radio, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was the first one, but the clown car one I liked a lot. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Is your brother, other people, so you the Twitter, the Twitter handle is at Deaf True Tales. Because it doesn't fit. Deaf True Tales. Is your brother your older brother, your younger brother? Younger your... brother, seven years younger, and he's an okay. illustrator in Brooklyn. Um, oh, nice. And yeah, we've just wanted, wanted, been wanting to do a thing for a long time um, together. And so I sort of write them and he illustrates them. And that's the sort of thing I did when I left my job is like, I want to pursue things like this that I've never really made the time to do. So it's right. at least for this first year of just like, you know, find uh, cool collaborators for stuff and yeah, man. see what feels good. Um, and Follow it, your muse. Yeah. Um, so I sort so of justify this trip as like, eh, I'll have a couple meetings and around use, use miles and sort of justify yeah. the fact that I just want to come to Japan and hang out with friends. So, because, so, yeah, because the timing, like, you were here not just for Bit Summit, but Bit Summit was you knew a lot of yeah. indie devs, a lot of your friends were going to be here, et cetera, et cetera. How's the trip been? How many, how many, what number uh, trip is this here to Japan? Fourth. For you? Fourth time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you, you know your way around. A little bit, yeah. I mean, I hadn't been until 2014, but now it's like four and five years. So. Right, and okay. I, I mean, I feel like I want to try to come here like every year for the rest of my life, basically, if I can pull it there off. There you go. Nice. Seems like a good, like, I don't have a lot of life goals, but that that is one. <laughs> That's <laughs> cool. Make sure I have, like, enough, just enough extra money to come to Japan every year. Well, so what so. have you been doing? What are some highlights? Um, I mean, finally walking the Fushimi Inari, like, Gates hike in Kyoto mm. was awesome because I had never done it before. Did you go to the top? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. how long did it take? Uh, well, so I was in sort of a hurry. Um... You're like running up the stairs like Rocky. Basically, I mean, I made I made it up <laughs> in like 40 minutes, Holy um, shit. which is pretty quick. Wow. That's sad. but it's then great. so I had heard that there's this alternate way which isn't doesn't really have gates, but is like quiet and mm. through a bamboo forest. And I I missed it on the way up, but I found that way on the way down, Ooh. and it was amazing. Uh, I was told this by some friends, and like sort of happened to come across it at the top end. Sure and I was just telling Mark uh, like. You know, a quarter of the way down, there's this little, like, woodcutter shop sort of out the way with a little sign. And you walk up, and it says, like, please ring the bell. Just like this house. And you ring the bell, and this guy comes down. And he's like, you know, take off your shoes and come sit down. He, like, sits there for, like, like he would have kept me there for longer. But, like, I had to roll, like, 15, 20 minutes still wow. talking. And, like, 
pretty good, pretty good English, and just like telling me about the mountain and answering questions. And he has all this amazing stuff that he's carved. It was like best fifteen uh-huh. minutes of my life. Oh man, I, I gotta like a, hear about this side quest in real yeah. life. Seriously, side quest like incredible. Guy. Did you like break break his pots and stuff before you yeah. left? You know? Did you right. ask him like, the place, what's yeah. with all the monsters that have been appearing lately in the countryside? <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> Ever since the volcano erupted, or like what's causing all of that? Yeah, he must find the three keys on the yeah, mountain or something. There, and there's a waterfall right below his. Like you can like hear it. Oh, Did man. you look behind it? <laughs> uh, I, I didn't. Big mistake. Oh, Rookie mistake. Man. Level level yeah. three's yeah. back there, yeah. I think. Um, well, cool. Uh, well, good to have amazing, you. Yeah. yeah, good to have you uh, back, I guess. Um, yeah. We're going to talk Thank to you, you about some of the games that, that you and only you yeah. have been playing because you I'll like... I'll talk about God of War. No, that's fine. Yeah. You, that's fine. No, talk about the... We can all okay. talk about God of War. Mm-hmm. We need you here to talk about... Uh, I won't try to pronounce it, <laughs> okay. but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll wait until we come back to you for that. Uh-huh. Uh, Roy... I'm. Uh, you, I think you're. I'm up again. Yeah, I think you're finishing this <laughs> with 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 Alan. You did have well, the job. Should, I had one. And I think we have to go with yours. Just go with mine. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, next up, we've got Alan, Lost in Transbriety, Avril. All right. You can so, see we were still kind of workshopping. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. like it. You see what I was going sort for, of. maybe. But so like. <laughs> Yeah, Alan's Alan's or in maybe town. you don't actually yeah. have any yeah. idea what we're talking about. I'm just yeah, I'm this is the first time I'm talking, so I'm just trying to roll with you guys. <laughs> well, like so earlier on Slack today you mentioned how, you know, you were in town but you're a yes. little bummed that all the bars don't open until like yes. four or five. What is wrong with you people? Yeah, there are places. There are places, like for example, around the uh, the fish market, Skiji. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Right, you can be drinking there, like <laughs> s- literally starting at like five a.m. Because Those fishermen get off of work around that time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, by and large, I mean, you, I don't know. You've noticed we've talked about this on the podcast before, but like coffee shops often don't open until like ten a.m. Gyms don't open until nine noon, or ten a.m. Yeah. Sometimes bread shops don't open till noon, and it's like it's a crazy. Late opening city for pretty much everything in general. Yeah. You've, been, you've been living in Japan for a while when you call it a bread shop. But, oh, yeah. One of those. Well, no, but there's, there's plenty of places to drink during the day. I feel like, I mean, but probably maybe they're just specific locations. I don't know, but I mean, there's lots of day drinking happens. I'm, yeah, well, yeah, for sure. I mean, usually a. usually it's a salary man on the train with like a one cup. It's not usually anything. <laughs> yeah, you I mean, take the law in your own hands. <laughs> yeah, we, you, know, you guys do have beer that comes out of vending machines. So, yeah, like, that's true. I think there's different modes here where like the morning is like just convenience stores mm-hmm. and then the afternoon like stores open and then all the stores close and like all the restaurants open so like in the evening it's like you mostly you see restaurants and all the stores are closed but what's that town there's i think asakusa is it? there's one town that's known as like the day drinking town and, and you go there oh, really? at like 11 a.m and there'll be like 10 people drawing in the street the, around to, like yeah. a standing bar like out yeah there's like <laughs> stalls everywhere like you just got to find the places so, yeah but uh, so besides that drinking um <laughs> people might know you from such eight four hits frequent eight four collaborator yes you have been yes. on the show before i have briefly yes. um but uh author X, uh, yep. X Nintendo uh, Power author. Nintendo Power Indeed Treehouse as well. Treehouse and uh, yeah. And now and uh, eight four your final form your yes. ultimate form yes eight four. Uh, this is actually ten year anniversary. Holy nice. shit! Being with eight four. Congratulations. Uh, that is awesome. Yeah. Um, yep. Maybe uh, one one of the things that I was talking before the show that uh, that we should definitely talk about is near Automata. I think you sure. probably have an interesting perspective on that. Um, actually, have we introed everybody? Can we just dive into it? We haven't we done John. We haven't done John. Who? Which John? Real quick, is John. it Automata or Automata? 
That's a good question. It's, you say tomato, I, I say... I don't even know what no, I no, call no, no, it no. just gotta be. There's got to be a... You, I you, say you automata. You both said automata. I also say automata. But I think technically it is... Automata. Automata, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, because the word's automaton, right? So it's right. 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 Although... Hmm. It's but automata. What did I call it? Just, I don't literally. <laughs> you called it what automata. I call it automata. Oh, okay. Yeah. What What was that thing that meme that's going on right now with the two different? You hear something. Oh yeah. Oh Laurel and uh, yeah. Yanni or something. Yeah. You know, if you is it because it's set? I haven't not done it. Do you remember the the blue the yes. dress thing? Yeah. yeah. It's, yes. it's basically that where like people literally hear it differently. But now, literally, just when John just said it right now, would people hear it from there? No, is isn't it? it, 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 it it's a specific, specific sound. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I hear is it has it, to do with the bass. That you hear it at. I heard that if you it's can't, a frequency thing. Yeah, yeah, if you can't hear high frequency stuff, then you will hear Yanny or whatever. Mm, other way around, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it? If you listen close on of, a moonless night, <laughs> you'll hear a wolf howling. A lot of you play it back here. You hear it as Yanny. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that exactly. would explain. No one's going to understand that. Um, so, Wait, so hold on, real quick though, did, it, did any of you listen to it? <laughs> what, what did you hear? I heard Laurel. Yeah, like definitely. Yeah. I heard Yanny first. How old are you? Twenty-three. Ooh, that's it. See, it's yeah. the you. It's the use the use oh, the, of the dog world. It's the thing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it was only the first time. After that, it was Laurel. So that must have been the exact moment that you became, no, like, you became a man. Old. I heard it for the first time yesterday, right? And I've yeah. been hearing Laurel ever since. Okay, then, I'm going to... This is Wait, not, real quick, though, right no, coming yesterday. Stop. If this is not about Yorl or Yanni or whatever the fuck, then okay. <laughs> but otherwise, I'm calling it here. You got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we we just got gong shout. Well, now we'll I want to hear that, what you hear, Mark. We'll make that an extra, uh, like, uh, stick around at post-credits for a special <laughs> post, yeah, discussion about the Yanni, uh, whatever think, the fuck. I think we still have an intro John yet. That's fine. <laughs> I was just about to. Okay. So, John Intelligent Television Ricciardi. Oh. Like, uh... Intelligent Television Ricciardi. Who was that dude? George Plimpton, right? Yes. Was Did the commercials for Intellivision. Intellivi- Whatever happened to him? Television. Is he gone now? He must be gone. Uh, he got framed for murder and oh. spent the rest <laughs> of his life in, in prison. Are you serious? No. Are you just, I was like, wow. Jesus. <laughs> and all he wanted to do is promote the Intellivision. <laughs> Hi. Long, long dead. That's me. That was so my first what, video game system why, when I was five years old. That was your first one? Yes. Wow. Very cool. And no 2600. So, no, this is so much better than a 2600. Are you kidding? 2600 was like was. big chunky blocks of garbage and then Intellivision was like good games. But 2600 <laughs> yeah, had like I said it. 30, 40 times the amount of it games. Did. It did. It yeah. did. And television, television did a thing which... I don't think really some of the Nintendo games might have done the like the black box games, but like reused the same sprite. Like they had the running guy sprite. The running guy sprite that was, was kind of their thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was re- on all the sports games. It was the exact yeah. same one. All of the games, more or less. Um, yeah, yeah. Which, but I was fine with that at the time. Yeah, it wasn't. Their like, sports games were really good. I mean, they introduced the concept of sports amazing. games to me, their and they had the, they had licenses. It was like NFL football, MLB yeah. baseball. Like. You could bunt in baseball and get a home run, though. I think uh, there was some problems. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. technology <laughs> yeah. at the time. But football was amazing because you had a playbook and you could yeah, put in codes right. like on the phone pad. Yeah, they had the overlays on the controllers where every every game had its own overlay to go on a controller, and it would make yes. the game you know have its Dorito own kind of customized kids. controls. So, but here. Here is something, the 2600 controllers were a million times better than television controllers. Oh, I don't think so. The television controllers were terrible. I disagree completely. Dude, they were so bad. No. I mean, interesting that it had the numbers, but the buttons on the side... Well, yeah, but that's like the LNR. It's like LNR buttons, like ten years before in Nintendo. I don't think I played either, but I'm assuming they're good. both terrible, and that you're just both like have fun memories. Well, I just, sure bought, just, oh, I just bought. I just bought a wrong. new one. It, the, the, not that the 2600 is like the, the greatest controller ever in the world. Some of the optional ones are probably like playing with great. a cinder block. But it was like stuffing like corn on the cob <laughs> into like a, like mashed something, and like using that as a controller. Like it was really not. Also, did the intelligent even 
have other controllers that you could use. It only had the no. Ones it just had the like two. They were wired to it. Yeah. That is another big problem yeah. because the twenty six hundred had those fucking racing controllers, which were amazing <laughs> and still would be amazing to this yeah. day. Night Driver for games like Warlords. Night, Night Driver. Driver. Yes. Like, the twenty six hundred also had an amazing catalog. Yes. Like, that's what I'm saying. The, you mean literally not, like the physical no, catalog I mean the that physical came in the mail. paper oh. catalog? Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. All you the meant. games that had right, this right. amazing artwork. Yes. And I had the catalog. I didn't have a twenty six hundred, and I would oh, just wow. look just at it. Pour over. Oh, it. I, got the best I had part. a twenty six hundred. I, yeah, I would pour I would, over it all the time, and then the new one would come out, and it'd yeah. be like a different color and whatever. That yeah, I just I just bought the yeah. Japanese one, the Japanese television this week, so it'll probably show up that in a couple to days. Me is super fascinating because now, I mean, I'm I'm really interested in the in the Japanese versions of the games like which they're, games they're exactly the same they, they no, literally they just translated the manuals back then like oh, and, and right. the system itself was put out here by Bandai it still had the Mattel logo on it but it was Bandai but the system itself too it has like you know a Japanese sticker on the bottom or something but the rest right. is exactly the same ah okay okay but you know this somebody had it for sale with the full box and packaging and the system itself looked almost brand new and I was like okay I, it's a childhood thing for me. It was like my first game system, and yeah. now is a chance to get the Japanese version. Yeah, just just for research, like it's just cool to have it. So I ordered it. That's cool. Yeah, we were a twenty six hundred house, but my neighbors had an television, which is kind of the best of both worlds. And then sure, neighbors yeah. on the other side had an Odyssey two, which was like oh wow, caveman like sticks to make fire. Like, yeah. But but had some interesting games as well. Yeah, there was a bunch of stuff around that. I had I had friends who had the twenty six hundred, another friend who had a Vectrex, one friend who had that one that was like video games with a zapper or something. What was that oh, thing? It was Action like Max? Action Max, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people probably don't remember that Good one. Lord. But yeah. No, please, I hope you don't. There were all these it. different all these ColecoVision too was, was awesome. ColecoVision was amazing. ColecoVision was similar to Intellivision with the controllers, but it had a better like a more is, Yeah, much better with buttons yeah. and stuff. Um what are your like first games that you will try to find and buy? Uh, I still have all my games from when I was a kid back home, okay. but I do want to buy the, some just locally, and uh, they would be uh, Dungeons and Dragons, AD, yes. Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. Which one? The first one, the yeah, Matt yeah. Cloudy Mountain. And, uh, Correct. Correct answer. Did, did you get it to play it? Did or I just get... like as a collector's item? Like, are you actually oh, no, I got it to play it, for okay. sure. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm a gatherer, not a collector. I get things, but I actually do open them and play them and stuff. <laughs> you yeah. have a TV that it can hook up to with an RF... I do actually, yeah. yeah. As you as you know, we took it apart the other day trying to get oh, it to work. Oh, that has an RF thing. On yeah, it. We yeah. Should talk about that. Yeah, well, that was uh, we were playing Landstalker for uh, uh, for fun, I guess, and we were trying to hook up, hook it up, hook up the Genesis to my Super Famicom TV, which is a thing that came out in 1990 in Japan. It's a sharp TV with the Super Famicom built in. It's awesome. Yes. But I don't we, know anybody who was alive and playing video games at that time that did not fantasize about having I know. Like the coolest yeah. thing for whatever reason just having it built into the TV it just looks so cool like the cartridge slot is on the top and and it actually it provides a really really nice picture of the Super Famicom it doesn't have S video but because it's connected directly to the system it, it just has a really nice picture quality um, it looks really great right but we were trying to hook the Genesis in the back and and we couldn't get it in the video you know the old school like white and yellow AV cables that Genesis had yeah. we couldn't get the video in and like we ended up taking the TV apart because like it seemed like somebody along the line of the last 30 years like broke off a the video thing in the in the jack so yeah. like so and we couldn't get it out but we ended up taking the tv apart but that tv has a rf switch so cool i will hook it up to that awesome and i would also probably play night stalker i would play tron deadly discs i would probably tron play some deadly sport discs. games yes deadly Discs was awesome was um really some sports games what was the, oh man i'm totally blanking on the name of the game but it was like a basically like a death star trench run uh Mm, you I don't know what I'm talking about. No. Okay. Um, but if I saw it, I'm sure I would. It would come back yeah. pretty quickly. I played it was a space game. Back then. That's a, that's one of the things that I remember from the commercials at that time. It was like 
television has more space games yes. than, the, than, the, than the competition. There was space games. There was maze games, which was yeah. like any derivative of Pac-Man and ripoffs and whatever. It was like the, the genres were even Lock different. and Chase was basically like a Pac-Man ripoff. Yeah. yeah. There were, I mean, there were tons. They had a good version of, of Burger Time. I have Donkey Kong for that. That was like one of the first Nintendo, before the NES, Nintendo licensed that out Donkey Kong to Coleco. kind of garbage. It was slightly better than the 2600 version. But right. Like, but, but historically, though, it's amazing to have like a, a yeah. third-party Nintendo licensed version of Donkey Kong on Donkey another Kong platform. Donkey Kong went everywhere. Yeah. Donkey Kong was a whore. <laughs> Donkey Kong, any port, and uh, yeah. Um, well, we should talk about uh, other. We have a lot. We have lots of stuff to talk about. So, like, maybe we should go back in in, in reverse order. And Alan, yes, talk sir. To you Hello. about automata. Yes. Um, all right. So I think last time when you were on, we probably talked about doing original near um, for a while. But basically, the idea was on localization. So you 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 basically were the writer on it, like the sole writer uh, on it. I mean. John, and then there, of course there's a translator, yeah, Kevin Gifford, Kevin Gifford, yeah. right? So everybody is contributing to it, but but you would uh, see every word. I mean, you yeah. were you were writing and rewriting a lot of stuff. Um, and on the first one or the new one, both, both, both. Okay. both. yeah. Cool. So I think the idea was to just kind of get the band the band back together. John, I'm guessing on the it was basically like okay, well they're only ever be at don't me. ruin a good thing yeah, yeah the first one was so well received and we had such a good a good a good and simultaneously bad time working on it you know from like how, <laughs> how rough the schedule was and everything that it was right. like well we have to torture ourselves together again yeah. and and do it again and uh and, it and was, this time this time roy joined the crew as well he wasn't right. around for the first one but mm-hmm. roy was a roy's played near automata probably more than anybody in the world really um, yeah i yeah. think that's true i mean for like a full year before it came out he was playing it like all day every day in every incarnation you know of its development yes. so and why was, why why was that why were you playing the game so well much? part of the thing was the builds they would give us were fragmented so it's like the, different parts of it would be checkable at any time but some parts would be like really buggy to the point where I couldn't access them really. Right. Yeah. So like, it was a long time before I even saw some of the boss battles. But was it? Were you going in to add context notes to so that people yeah could stuff know? like that? Yeah, mostly like making sure that the dialogue made sense in the given area. Once it was, you were like reading it in an Excel sheet and then looking at it. On yeah. The, uh, yeah. I mean, when you're working on a game while it's in development, there's so much of that because it's like uh, like I still remember there's like one scene with the. Jackass. It wasn't jackass, where, yes. like, where the yes. bomb goes off or something nearby, yep. and it was like yep. the Japanese wasn't clear what was happening, and it mm. was really hard to get a clear explanation, even when we asked about yep. it. And like, finally, we just had to see it in the game to know yeah. what was happening. But then you see it, and you're like, okay, this is what happens now, but is this what's going to happen in the final game, or is this mm. just for now? Like, there's so many potentially things that could potentially change. So you kind of have to just play the hell out of the game and really get to know it. I think that's something that would surprise people is how often, like, you just don't have all the context. Like, I think people, especially when you're doing a game, right? Oh, yeah. Simultaneously translating, you're just like, I think this is probably what's that. You just assume that the person writing the script or whatever would leave notes. And sometimes they do. Sure. Maybe even more often than not. I mean, there's times we don't know like it, it, is, is something plural mm-hmm. like right, are you referring exactly, to one person yeah. or multiple people you know and sometimes um, the worst part is a lot of times we'll even ask and, and we'll get the right answer but in japan they're not really thinking about like how the plural thing could be an issue elsewhere and they'll change it through development like we, we had a couple of cases in near that i think we pretty we did a good job of hiding but yeah, like where tried, like yeah. actually like the voice was referring to context as how it used to be in the game ah, but then it changed like near right. the end of development like you know maybe like there was one bird before and now there's like 10 or something yeah. like that and you know mm-hmm. we did various things or the devs did various things to sort of 
you know, maybe tweak the voice data to make it sound like they were right, yeah. change, doing a plural or, yeah. you know, here and there. But, you yeah, know, you, for the most part. your voice yeah. suddenly be like, oh, look at the birds. <laughs> yeah, right, birds. Wait, that, that sound like John from the podcast? <laughs> well, that's weird. Yeah. Um, and we, it was a girl's voice until that point. Yeah. I think we learned from the first near to ask a lot of questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of questions. That's right. We talked about this probably before, but we got to like. There was of- stuff in near that we didn't know that they just decided. Not to tell us, uh huh. Like in the, in the second one or the first? No, one? the first one. Oh, okay. The first one, like like backstory. Really bait, you mean, oh or? yeah, like okay. we didn't we didn't know it was a sequel. We didn't know it was related to Drakengard. Right. They never told us that. Uh-huh. <laughs> like never until until wow. like you know like the end. Like and yeah, like, we even there right. was some stuff in that game too that we. We are the luckiest people in the world that that game turned out the way it did because oh there were God, things yeah. that we made like there were like five or six times in that game where we made a choice based on like our gut and every single time turned out to be the right choice but it was everyone was 50-50. We could have got it completely wrong right. because they didn't tell us and in the end we got them all right but we were like we didn't even know like about how the root the A B C D root system worked yeah. until like really close was, to the end of the game. It like, was one Excel file <clears throat> and everything was in it and it wasn't like they would do so you do like the a path of something and then they would just have the b path right after it right uh, so like you're meeting beepy the robot right and he's dead and then all of a sudden he's like talking to his mom and you're like what the fuck is right. happening yeah, yeah, yeah. like what is going on in this game and yeah. we write it back they're like oh yeah there's multiple paths i'm like do you want to tell us where those start <laughs> or like how they fucking branch off you yeah. know that would and they're like oh yeah i guess we'll get to that but yeah like it was <laughs> near was like one excel file for the entire story wow it worked um, out thank God. Yeah, it. I, so for the second yeah, one, yeah. there was a lot of like, please be, yeah, like, please explain this very explicitly, clearly, like in a very long document, exactly how everything yeah. branches off. Yeah. Like draw charts, make a you know, buy so a whiteboard. Did you do you guys know stuff that people, even like the biggest fan of the game, wouldn't know because you asked questions for context? Like I remember oh, with yeah. Fire Emblem, there was yeah. a bunch of stuff where I was like, okay, no one's ever going to know this, but in order to translate it correctly, please tell us. You know this, that, and the other thing. Um, was there a lot of that on on Automata? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. We'll go to our graves with I guess, probably. Yeah, we can't yeah. really no, say much more than that. <laughs> yep. uh, well, so um, anything like I don't know anything that was what's like important? How would you go about? How did you go about writing on near games as opposed to other games that you've worked on? Like, what was different they, about writing on them? His games are so different yoko taro yeah um i mean he's he's a genius and i mean that in like the literal definition of the word i think the guy is so good at his craft he uh-huh. is a genius and so when i work on from just one purely of his, from I mean, a story I've, perspective oh, a story and, 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 and ideas yeah. and just and the the things that he wants to get across right and the depth of ideas and the the themes that he's willing to tackle mm-hmm. i mean i've i've worked on three games of his now and i feel like crazy blessed to have been able to have done it so when it when it came up when like near automata came up i knew well i mean because near is my favorite project i've ever worked on mm-hmm. and so when automata came up I and it knew, was before like, it was that way before it went it was released and had a reception or whatever well i Bef- it was when I played it. The okay. reception. Okay. I mean, I liked the reception, but I didn't like when I was when we were in the weeds on it. I had yeah. no idea. I was like, I had, had no idea what the hell. I mean, I, I remember doing, we right? talked about um, this on the podcast before, but like internally at Eight Four, I was like, Is this game going to be any good at yeah. all? I mean, <laughs> yeah, a lot I, of games are that way though, where they, they come together all right at the very end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you want to like? I know when I do that. I mean, I want everything I do to be 
good, you know, but there's a there's an extra little something with his games where you want and and he has they're so different. You never work in a game like that. Like near, like the overriding theme in near is melancholy, and you never get to work on a game where it's like, hey, let's be super melancholy, right? <laughs> right. And I like that, and it's and it, but it's a challenge, you know. Mm-hmm. And things are you don't really do things in broad strokes the way you might in another game. It's all very subtle, right? It's all these subtle like, mm. uh, you know, we talked like like two B when we were working on her. Like it would have been really easy to make her just you know, I am a robot, right? I have right. no emotions, right? And it's like. Like, and we were constantly talking about how, like, it's not that she doesn't have emotions. She has emotions. Mm-hmm. She's just, like, super in control of those emotions, right? Ah. And so, mm. like, the word we were, that at least I was constantly using was droll. I was like, I don't want ah. her to be emotionless. I want her to be droll. So it's like there's this knob, and it's like it's just tick, right? right? It's right. just this little thing, and it's all just these subtleties. And with his games, like, because in, in other games what you do, like, Fire Emblem, you got like 30 characters. You can draw in pretty broad strokes, you know, and, right. it's, and it's fine. But in this, it's like... You almost have you, to to differentiate yeah, characters. Yeah, you yeah, you do, because there's so many Same of thing them. thing with, with in, Monster it, Hunter. You know, in this, the characterization, you do it, and, and you do the characterization in such subtle ways. You know, mm-hmm. like I had... When I was working on the game, I had... I work at my, from home, and I sit in this big chair... And I've got a a wall next to me, and it's got, like, a bunch of baseball bobbleheads and stuff on it. And I had Post-it notes Mm. on that wall. And I probably had, like, 80 Post-it notes on there. And it was like, (laughs) here's all the words that 2B will say that 9S won't say. Or here's Uh, all the words the pods will say. Right. Right? Right. And then I would go back through, because I'd just edit, and I'd go back through. I'd, like, pull this word out. Nope, that's that's a 2B word that's, you know, Mm. 9S is saying it. Right. Um, You know, 9S. You wanted people to, if you, like, that's with the good characters, right? If you read it on the page outside of the voice outside of the context or whatever you'd know even if it was something like how they say you know thank you yeah. or like goodbye or something like that you would know which character kind of I, I would know and we, we yeah. would know but I mean hopefully the, the player wouldn't know mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. it's something that I wouldn't like maybe if they really sit and break it down. Well, yeah, it doesn't. You don't that, want to have it be calling attention yeah, to itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it should just seamlessly be like, yeah, oh, yeah that's yeah. A, that's how yep. that character. Yeah, and say it's that. things is and also just like uh, and you know and we've we've talked about this like how how long are your sentences? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah, you know, nine yeah, yeah, yeah. is a little more florid right. and his sentences are a little longer and you know he uses more commas. You know, in two B, <laughs> it's more like. Just like how few words can I use to get the point mm-hmm. across that I want to, you know? How 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 different is that then from the like from the Japanese? Um, so like is is, is to be droll in Japanese? Is that the same feeling you would take from it? I don't know if you'd call it the exact same word, but I mean for sure we we try hard to sort of we try hard to basically carry over what's in the Japanese to the degree that it's carryoverable, but then, like, when there are parts where, like, if you carry that over one-to-one, you're not going to get the same reaction out of the player, then it's like, okay, well, what do you do in English to to get that reaction? So there are, like, yeah. minor changes, but for the most part, I would say, yeah, the characters are very similar to how they were uh, in Japanese, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Favorite uh, favorite character to write for? In Nier Anima? Yeah. <sighs> I liked your jackass a lot. I really... Jackass was great. Jackass was great. <laughs> jackass was awesome. Um, 9S goes on such a crazy trip through the whole thing. Um, he was awesome to write for, but he didn't really come alive for me till I heard Kyle. I mean, that really, uh, that really the voice actor, yeah, Kyle McCarley. It helps a lot, really right, to hear the voice me. actor yeah. because then now yeah. you have in your head 
when you're, which I'm assuming yeah. most writers do. I definitely would do this, yeah. but you have to say the sentence in the character's voice in your head yeah. in order to actually like figure out what there's, to write. There's these little, I'm a huge, I, I'm the guy who loves writing random NPCs. Like it's my favorite thing to do. It's dessert, you know. <laughs> right. And like there are these there are these robots in the forest, you know, and they're like training. And there's this guy, that, like their leader, and he's That's just this area. like yeah, he's just this like crazy dude, you know. And he's like you know for the forest king, and like you know he's like you've been. I think he says something like you've been waiting your entire life for this singular moment. And he's like go, and then you just fucking kill everybody, you know. <laughs> so like yeah, you know, yeah, little things like that are right. really fun and those little bits kind of help give flavor to the whole thing right right. you know because yeah. it's like it gives you like oh okay we can we can afford to do a little break here right we can afford to uh, uh, you know get yeah. maybe tweak that dial instead of one notch like maybe two on this guy because right. he's only has like five lines and then back he goes that's true i feel like we've really over the course of these it's been over 10 years now working with yoko san too i think we've come to like really truly trust his judgment too like even even in automata there were a couple of spots like we didn't want to call jackass jackass actually yeah. that was the name in japanese and when we saw that we were like yeah i was i'm this surprised is, that there's yeah. a character called jackass yeah. i actually didn't know that there's a character called like, jackass really? and we we had something else for her but we were all psycho like, i think we were calling him a psycho or something yeah. at least it's for some time for time we were but it was yeah. like we were just assuming you know okay you know what is a Japanese when a Japanese person hears the word jackass they don't hear the same thing an English person hears maybe they watch the show jackass or whatever right. she's kind of reckless you know blah 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 and we were like trying to change it but he like insisted on keeping it the same mm. and in the end like I feel like he was right yeah. like I think yeah, actually knowing the character and everything we know about it now and there uh-huh. are a couple of times where like you know like we are the ones who ultimately choose the voice actors in these things but we do get his feedback on every one of them and he gives good feedback and like there were a couple of times where like I chose a character a voice actor rather and he was like I want you to use this one. And I was like, mm, I'm, I don't know. Like, but I went with his choice and in the end they were like perfect. Oh really? And then the flip side too, there were a couple of times where like I insisted on a character and he, he let us do it and they mm-hmm. turned out great too. It's like, like I think I chose to be, she yeah. was, she was relatively, yeah. relatively unknown. I mean, she's, she's a very talented now, especially well-known voice actress. Bump. Uh, Kira Buckland. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um, but at the time I had worked with her on another game on Xenoblade Cross. And like, you know, I just actually, I, I played as her avatar. She was my avatar I would choose because I liked her voice a lot. And so like, yeah. I was like, trust me, I know what she's capable of. Let's do it. Yeah. And like, he let me choose her. But then like, there was another character that I don't remember who it was now, but I was like really insistent on. It, and he was like, no, no, trust me. And then the character like, just like, was like, at the end, I remember thinking like, okay, like it was perfect. Like, yeah. that's always cool when you have a team of people you can trust where you're getting stuff better than you could do by yourself yep. right? oh yeah it's always yeah. like super key um he's got a vision that guy like he's always he's real. got the, so now i know like like even though we don't always aren't, aren't always clued in all the parts of it at least i know he's definitely got everything thought out on his side and that's, right. that's yeah. comforting for people like us who are localizing the games yeah know? so were you did you guys get like a plot summary or was were you just like as you were working through it finding out what happened in the story and then like oh shit i gotta go back and rewrite that part now, knowing what I know now, like, did that kind of stuff ever happen? I think we had a very broad outline of the three different paths, but, like, it didn't really do it justice until you read, like, the whole main script. Okay. Like, I remember reading through that whole thing the first time and just, like, being like, damn, like, I, I, was, <laughs> I need a moment to, like, digest it all, and then... And we're going over to John and be like, John, this is going to be a really good game. And <laughs> oh, really? Like, I, yeah. And then I was like Even telling just him. just like, in the first rough, like how, was it the whole script or is it just like an outline or? No, it was the whole script. Okay. Um, although they did add and tweak it a lot by the final product. Right. But, mm-hmm. but you were just reading the raw, the, the raw translation. Yeah. Okay. Sort of yeah. the broad strokes part of it. And I remember thinking, because I remember thinking myself when I, I think I may have talked about this before, but in the beginning when we got the script, I was a little disappointed because 
the thing I loved the most about the first Nier was that all the characters were human. And this is a game where there's no humans. And I was like, okay, the fun part about Nier was all the human interaction. I mean, they weren't all human. There was, like, flying books and shit. Yeah. But, I mean, they were the fun part of Nier was the human interactions between yeah. the, the sort the of joking and the sarcasm least, and, and yeah. so on. And I was yeah. like, how are we going to do that with this? But then, yeah, Roy was like, no, no, it's really good. Like, he was, like, mm. legit shook by the game. Yeah, and so, like, yeah. by the end, I was like, all right. And then, you know, after getting through it and playing it, like, I, I'm obviously in love with it now. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah. yeah, Nick, you've been doing some writing, by the way. I have. Yeah, when you talking about NPCs, I was yeah. going to say because I'm I'm working on Guacamelia two right now. Um, nice. Uh, doing. I started uh, sort of more more as an editor, but ended up like writing more and more, and um, uh, just sort of working with what they have. And I think the I was sort of brought on to help with some of the like main story path stuff, which I am doing. But I'm yeah. also really enjoying doing the NPCs. There's a lot of NPCs in that game, and you just talk to them for like two minutes and make some stupid jokes but like that stuff's really fun to write and like you said it's like they only have five lines so it doesn't really matter and you don't need to like like the character can be specific and weird and they, right. say yeah, funny they stuff are, and they're the best i would when i back when i worked at nintendo power before i got into game localization there was a game that came out it was called magi nation and it was based on a card game it was like a magic the gathering kind of thing and it was this company and they were they were down they were based in seattle and they came in and they did this game it was a game boy Advance game, I think. Mm. No, not even. Maybe just a Game Boy game. Holy shit! It's anyway. It kind of came and went, Deep but cut. I yeah, I played the game because I, I was writing Epic Center at the time in Nintendo Power, which was the nice. RPG, which was the RPG section. section. My favorite yeah. section. Yeah, it was there, and then it left. And then when I got to Nintendo Power, I spent like two years there convincing them to bring it back. So <laughs> nice. brought it back. Nice. We did it for like another three years. But I played this game, and it was the NPCs. They were the funniest shit that i had really oh my god so f- if you can find a copy of this wow. game somewhere now i want to find like, a youtube video yeah the the npcs in this and the dialogue itself the general dialogue is good but the npcs are so great and i was talking to the guy who wrote it and he was like my you know like some 25 year old guy and he said look if you're the guy who's gonna go around yeah. and take the time yes. to talk to every single npc in the game yes. you should get some kind of reward yep. even yes. if that reward is a joke yes. or like a clever little bit of dialogue or something he's yeah. like if you're the guy who's going to do that because he was that guy and I'm that guy and I think everybody at this table is that yeah, guy yeah, totally. right and, pr- and probably most people listening are that guy or gal yeah um <laughs> there's a big part of with fire emblem <clears throat> the philosophy behind it is like okay your reward now for having done all that stuff is Right text yeah. is is literally now yeah. like a bunch, a bunch of story. So the story has got to be really good. Like very, the, you got to really like the characters. Yeah. The characters got to be you know unique and engaging and charming and 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 all that stuff because that's that is the like yeah that is such an integral part of those games. But yeah. um, also getting jealous of you talking about like. Uh, Hearing voice actors say your lines because I'm really looking forward to when I work on a game because I've been doing more indie uh, projects and like smaller oh, stuff that aren't yeah. voiced. So I don't think I've worked on anything along those lines yet. It's, um, uh, but I'm it's excited a for that crazy skill. Moment, yeah. I will say uh, to oversee. I mean, that's one of the things. Definitely on the near games and on Fire Emblem and stuff yeah. like that. Like all the experience that John has. Like those games, even with the well, yeah, uh, uh, the other. You can tell the projects that A4 works on where they do the where they do the voice recording, and you can tell the projects they work on where they do the writing and not the voice recording. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. um, like, my favorite part of the job, though, is like overseeing that. It's so much fun. It's so fulfilling. That's amazing. That. It, that's it, it is, but to me, it was also incredibly stressful. It's the hardest job I've ever done, for it's sure. It's so oh, yeah. stressful. Yeah. It takes yeah. so much concentration. And yeah, yeah, Alan, you've been doing that recently. I, yeah, too, I right? did some on 
kind of at the back end of Automata and also uh, Echoes, Echoes, Fire Emblem Echoes. So yeah. w- what's that? What's that like? For I you? love it. I love it. You do. Um, I'm a I'm a theater major. I come from a theater background. Right. I didn't act, but I wrote plays and I directed, and it's very similar. Um, but I mean, one of you know, number one, like the people that we work with are so damn talented, right? That you know, a lot of times you can just give them a little bit and yeah. just do your thing, right? And you're like, oh, okay, you, thank you. You have that you thing know? happen where um, they read a line in a way that you did not intend, and it's yes, better. Yes, that's always amazing. That there's, was always amazing to me. Like I hadn't thought of it that way, and that's actually better. There's one that happens a lot. There's one voice actor we work with, Jeremy Lee, yeah. and she will give you Which character. Uh, she was uh, she was a two. She was also um, May May. In Fire Emblem Echoes. Uh, Echoes. I think she was in Persona, too, but I don't know who, which character she was. Yeah, and she will give you two reads of a line, and they're radically different. And they're both so great. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what to do. Yes. Like, I'm frozen. I don't know, you know, so a lot of that. But but I didn't, you know, I kind of came in the bag. And John lays, he does all the groundwork. He lays all that stuff. He gets everything ready and, um, yeah. you know, really does all the all the heavy lifting on the front end. And, yeah, it's... But, a, I mean, this is a huge part of why those games are so well-received. Oh, yeah. Like, those games are not, you know, as good as, as Platinum is, as good as Yoko Taro is, as good as the story is and whatever. Like, the writing and especially the voice acting isn't there. If, 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 if the voice acting, that's, like, that's dropping the ball on the one-yard line, but it, you do not score the touchdown. Like, right. nobody remembers that the ball was dropped on the one-yard line. Yeah. They just remember that you fucking lost and the game had, like, a horrible, <laughs> quote-unquote, horrible story or horrible dialogue when actually it was just bad voice acting. Sure. You sure. know? Yeah, well, and, you know, the, to to what Alan said, too, about them being all super talented, like, before I did any of this stuff and I was just, like, in the media and playing games, whatever, and, like, I would see bad voice acting, I would be like, man, voice actors in America suck. That's not the case. It's right. the direction that has yes. been bad and the writing. It's like because having gone in there, as Alan said, like everybody – I've met people who are capable of like amazing feats in the voice studio, but they need somebody there who knows how to basically tell them how to do it. Right. Or not, not tell them how to do it, but like to guide, guide them, them basically. Yeah. They need to know yeah. what they're doing and why and, and right. all that important information. And like but, when but they I, have that, it's yeah. it's crazy. But I know also I've seen people talking recently online on Twitter saying like – or voice actors saying now games are sort of – taken seriously enough and take themselves seriously enough that they make a point of casting great actors and spending time on it and i'm guessing some of the problem before early voice acting is it's more just an effort oh yeah we need voice acting i just mean, knock yeah. it out in an afternoon and that's it yeah. so there were cases of that like you know i think snk like for you know eight years of neo geo games it was literally like the secretary <laughs> who had like right, right. gone to canada for a summer or something <laughs> was was doing half of the voice lines but but I think, yeah, even even still, even now, you know, there are still games where you can tell where they don't take yeah. the voice acting seriously, or they don't know what they're doing, or they yeah. just have bad directions. I think my favorite example of this, though, and it's not even quite voice acting, is like for Hellblade. Um, it was Melissa. Mm-hmm. I still Jordan's, need to play I that. Say, yeah. or something. That game, like where she just that worked. Intense, I forget what she man. did before she yeah. became that at the studio, but right. she was like to play that. not yeah. an actor at all, yeah. really, yeah, yeah. and she just like. Sort of tried out for it, like, let me get this job, maybe, yeah. I think so. And turns out she's incredible and completely defined that game. Right. Um, Well, and voice acting is a very specific talent. Yeah. That, you know, you, you know, there's a lot of games you're like, oh, let's just get some A-list guy and bring him in. And I have a a friend, he worked on, I don't want to get into too many details, but he worked on a game just a little while ago. Or a while ago. um, And there was a a very, very well-known actor in it. Um... And he kind of just came into the studio. Academy Award winning actor, by the way. Oh, uh, oh. Kind of came into the studio was and was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to come in, I'm going to do my shit, and off we go. 
Um, at the end of it, he came back to him and he said, I need a week. I, this is different and I don't know what I'm doing. He's like, give me a few days and let me go back and deal with this and then come back and we'll be okay. And he was, and then he was fantastic, hmm. but it's, Wait, so the actor said, the actor said that. Oh, the actor awesome. I need more that. time. The actor was like, not wow. good. The, like yeah. the very talented actor wasn't good. Mm-hmm. And so then left mm-hmm. and came back and then everything was I feel like it's really two fun. very different skill sets to yeah, be like acting on film on on camera and to and to be doing voice acting. It's not well, the that's same. why it's always amazing to me when you get a situation like like they're doing more and more now, like Hellblade, like like Last of Us, like God of War, which we also I think we're gonna talk about, where they get the same actors to do the motion acting that mm. and they also do the facial performance and they also yeah. do the voice mm-hmm. the voice performance. Yeah. Like that's amazing when you can find that. Uh I should also real quick promote uh, a game that I worked as an editor on that actually comes out like right now-ish okay. on the timing, which is uh, called Escape, or like ESC, like the Escape key on a keypad, okay. um, which uh, Lena Rain is the composer of Celeste, which that soundtrack mm-hmm. especially has been like the number two or three album on Bandcamp since the game came out, which is nuts. Oh, wow. Um, I think I saw your name in the too. credits of that one as well. Did you did, you yeah, sorry. Yeah, so I also worked on Celeste did as well. Did you do some uh, A little bit of writing, a lot of editing. Um, so I worked on... She, she made her own game, though, uh, Escape, which is more of like an interactive fiction or uh, mm, yeah, uh, game, nice. which is really cool. And I hadn't really played anything like it before. I don't know if there are other things like it, but it's pretty unique. Sort of a... Just like a... Well, I don't know. I won't even get into it. But interactive fiction, a really cool story. Uh, takes place playing like a... Um, uh, you have like sort of a DOS interface, and you're like playing a story, and you know you're a, as somebody playing a game, um, but in a sort of interesting well, future world. Uh, but it's a great story, um, and of course, it's incredible music because she's amazing, and she Steam. did she did most stuff on the game. Uh, itch.io. Oh, sweet. Itch.io. Yeah. Okay. Itch only. Wow. Yeah. Itch world world exclusive. <laughs> Giant explosion. I mean, it comes out today. So. Uh, cool. Oh, nice. okay. It's a really, really interesting game. I really enjoyed it. I, like I said, I haven't played anything like it, which was uh, exciting. So. Right. If you don't play things in that genre, I guess. Um, so I think, I think the game that all of us, the most of us have played is God of War. Mm-hmm. Uh, not exactly like the hottest topic right now in the game industry, but we've like checked on it, in, on it a few times, and I am really interested... To get Alan and Nick your takes, and also Dermot, you've been you've been away, and but you've been playing it. Yes. Um, Roy, and you played it too. I, it. I, I I am I want to say about maybe eight or ten hours. You got to the lake. I got past. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm past that. Okay. I'm in the kind of the still the next world after that. I would say okay. um, or world. I don't know what you would call it, but Stage. realm realm. realm. Oh, that's a good yes. word. Yeah. Um. So like we let's. I please try to stay away from spoilers if you can, uh, mm. at least selfishly up to the point where, <laughs> where I've played. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. So uh, and you remember the name of the realm you're in, because I think it would be funny if you try. I can say the types of creatures that are flying around nope, if nobody cares. <laughs> no? No, I mean, I'm not going to know the name of okay. it. Okay. Of Something course I'm not going to know the name. But uh, <laughs> I, 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 can just, I think I got it. I right. can just say, okay, close your ears. I don't care. Okay, yeah, there's like elves flying around. Okay. Yeah, that, you don't care. You're not going to play okay. it. I mean, so, I'm going to play, but I, the story in God of War means nothing to me. Okay. Sorry. So yeah. So yeah. So <laughs> I just doesn't hit me with hot takes. Uh, well, when you when you mentioned that's one weird thing t- about the game to me. You mentioned just like like what the enemies that are around. 
it's one of the first or maybe the first game i played where it feels like it really wasn't like made to play in 4k 4k which i'm not playing for uh, mm. 4k tv for two reasons uh you are playing you are you're no not. i'm not i'm not oh, okay one thing i mean like a lot of triple a games the the text especially in your game inventory screen is like it was a quarter inch didn't they fix you know that? They, did. They, they patched on. it did they recently they okay did. great they patched it that, very quickly that i don't care a lot of games do that whatever <laughs> yeah uh, the other weird thing is that the enemies are like overly detailed and move very quickly mm. so even though the basic enemy type i've fought like i've killed like 400 of them yeah i couldn't draw it for you i've like i really have no <laughs> idea what that thing looks like <laughs> right, right, right. you That's see it true. in the distance and you like throw your exit and then it runs at you yeah. yeah and it's just like this blur of and they they seem cool when i get a glimpse at them or like the witch things that attack yeah, you yeah, yeah. i have no idea really what they are what they look like which right. again maybe if you have maybe it's a resolution thing and sure. maybe that adds like the clarity to be able to see it but, that is one interesting but, but, at, at, well, sorry last thing i close off i thought that was that like okay. i think good enemy tr- design traditionally is like you want to be able to recognize it from its silhouette right like and yeah. that to me everything in god of war is just like this busy mass of things attacking you right uh which is a lot of its colors here, too though i think mm. right. so i'd be able to identify it yeah. by color Sure. Yeah. yeah, or like a particle effects or Like whatever. if it's like a frost-type like, enemy or a poison enemy. Yeah. Right, that's something to start with. And then even with the witch, they have like the haze going around, mm-hmm. and she's got the laugh. So there's audio cues as well. Sure, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I but mean, I mean... Yeah. It's not that I can't recognize when I'm fighting. It's just right, that like, right, right, right. I want to know... I'm sure it looks cool. I'm sure if I saw the concept art, I'd be like, oh, that... Or like a yeah. model 3D model in the menu. That's sort of what I want. It's I like, let me just look at... I guess photo bullet, mode. Bullet they just have, so yeah. maybe a photo mode, I can be like, all right, everyone pause. I can already see a bit of what you're talking about. I think there are... I think there are distinct enemies that you could tell from silhouette like the like the rock dudes and whatever but yeah. i think there are a bunch that are also like interchangeable mm-hmm. and especially there's like there's the fireball throwing version of that one too and mm-hmm. like right, those right, guys right. are all interchangeable and in fact there's like a um you know hold up on the d-pad and you'll see like the like the di- and I diary do that every entry. Time. i do too and a lot of times the, di- yeah. the, the art in the diary entry is exactly the same as it was for like four or sure. three or four other enemies and so there, mm. there definitely is like a lot of like well this is like that enemy except the fire version and that enemy but the frost version yeah and it's not even a bad thing inherently just like interesting yeah. to me that that choice so i think i mean i think just just to back up like i think first of all it's they, they've already won because like four of us, five of us at this table are playing a God of War game, yeah. which, like, mm. if you told me five years ago, like, Nick, you would not have been playing it. I wouldn't have been playing it. I would. Alan, I would have. I, don't all know them. I would you, have. You would have. You were into all of them. I, well, you're like the head, the more like I played, yeah, I played. head twisting, like, like, like. I uh, finished all of them except for the last one. Like really? Ascension, yeah. Okay. So that's one of your. Actually, I'll let you. The first, I'll let you have that. I was the first time I saw you in person. Yes. I didn't know you yet. Yes, was at the God of War Two Metreon launch party. Whoa! And you were standing out on the sidewalk smoking with some other friends of ours. Uh-huh. And I was like, "That's Mark McDonald," just to myself, because <laughs> uh, I was covering. I reviewed that game for PSU PlayStation Universe at the time. Oh, okay. Um, wow. That was actually I remember that because the God of War team was one of the first people to actually like say that they watched the one up show mm. and like actually want to talk with us and we were like wait really <laughs> right, like, right. you want to talk with us like we don't have to like badger pr and whatever and like we separately from everything met with them and i think Corey was one of them Corey was, was still was comic ha- designers yeah. and, and all them Corey was always like super super cool super down-to-earth guy yeah but th- that was his game right the two yeah. was his yeah. baby yeah, and yeah. then he left after that 
but like that that team really had their heads on straight in terms yeah. of of what they did and what they liked and like don't get me wrong i think those are great games i really respected them i think it went i think they mined a a well like it was like it was like a wild catting like for oil it was just like it went right down the same exact place way farther than anything should have to the point where the last couple games you know is that like oh yeah you're gonna rip the fucking elephant guy's head off and he's screaming only, and you rip it off live and then like shove it up his ass and then he explodes like yeah I would say only you have sex really, with it. only I would yeah. defend on the I think only really that last one I think felt like this is enough God of War like. I think the main really? the first I would three, say the last two or three. The last one was like a joke, like literally where the apathy, like you could cut it with a knife at E3 when it was shown. People were like checking their watch and like smoking cigarettes and like it was like, what the fuck are they? Are they still making those games? I distinctly remember that. Yeah, sure. I think one before that was yeah. the one where it was kind of like, yeah. oh, one, yeah. two, three, like, one, two, three. I think were totally good, and I think both PSP yeah. ones actually were super good too. So I mean, they, they did feel a little like more of the same, but they're really were good. those ready at dawn or who made those? Yes, like, and they're and. They're they're remastered, I believe, on PS4 and okay. sold up really well when I tried them like a year ago. Um, but it's interesting because that's sort of like, yeah, rip the head off the whatever moment. Those are totally slowly in the new God of War. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's like maybe because that wasn't what was put first in the marketing and also because the context of the game is different of like what you're doing because you're with your son, all that. Mm-hmm. Like those it moments are still no there, Nick. but they're not Nick. shoved in your face. Nick. It was very different. It was gratuitous. Like the thing was like in the new one, he'll like do that and then he like breaks his neck and then it's done. In the old ones, it's like literally he's screaming, his tongue is wagging, you're hitting like LR1, L1, R1, L1, R1, like ripping the tendons in his neck are ripping out, his tongue is like falling out of the thing. He's like, it goes on like that for like 30 seconds. Like that is the difference. That is a big difference. I would agree back then it was like an 11, but even in the new one, it's like, an eight or nine, like it's very violent finishing yeah. stuff. No, there, maybe there, you need to there play are a little those more. moves, but it's yeah. well. I mean, no, no, maybe but more my point stuff is happens. that still is what the game is, but it's not shoved in your face hmm. either in the game but or that's in the, the marketing. Whole thing about it, yeah. I, I mean, also, which is great. That's that's clever. It's like yeah. you know, it's like a Trojan horse of like maturity when you still get those like you know whatever splatter kills. Have your head <laughs> cake and eating. In the same. new game, I often don't use the Glory gratuitous kills? kill. I don't like it'll pop up, but it's. Like I'm so into mm. like like hitting and combos and like working my other stuff that it pops up. I'm like I'm too busy. I think it, and I just, oh, I just so satisfying. kill it. <laughs> it is. Yeah, right? I do. I really um, I go for the glory. Whereas I feel too. like in in one two three it was I don't know that it was necessary, but it certainly felt necessary to do mm. it. Yeah. And this it's like it's uh, very easy to ignore. I don't necessarily ignore it on purpose. Once in a while, I'll be like, oh yeah, or three. Right. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I feel like everything in all your games, like everything, every or a lot of things. If it was like a mid to large size enemy, everything you fought, you had to kill. It you in had this crazy to do that, overkill right? way. And everything just yeah. led up to that whereas in this it's like yeah you can do it but it's not right it's it's the doom glory kill like, yeah. the thing that they learned which i think is is actually yeah like quietly pretty an influential well, smart thing yeah but maybe doom also got it from god of war like god of war i'd say it's sort of i mean i mortal combat of course but like right introduced glory kills in a in an action adventure game i just mean mm. in the 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 you know, it can be optional or yeah, not sure. and there's a reason to do it or not kind sure. of thing um I, I think combat hasn't still hasn't clicked for me yet. I'm wondering how long it took you guys for it to click. In that, I, I do still feel like I'm mashing buttons more than. I mean, what what sort of like how are you fighting things mainly? Mm-hmm. Just melee. Uh, no, well, I was using the ranged attack mostly, but recently now they're like, okay, no, you're gonna have to really defend on this stuff, and um, I just feel like the 
the moves that I'm earning, I feel like the the unlock system and keeping track of your move list and stuff like that is is, is surprisingly complicated. And you're playing on baby difficulty, right? No, I'm playing on, on normal. Are you really? You're talking about Brad, friend of the show, Darb Darb just been Bradless. Yeah. Darb Salgood. Because the, on Salgood. the default, like, I don't know about you guys, but I, I, I've I had, like, I've unlocked the entire tree for, I mean, I'm not much further than you. I've unlocked the entire tree skill tree for the kid, and I've unlocked maybe three moves for Kratos. Like, I never have enough skill points. Yeah. Each of them say, like, you have to have, like, 200 or whatever, two and I have, like, two, yeah. yeah. yeah I was but it's weird, because I'm, like, I'm pretty, I mean, I'm 15 hours into the game, and I'm, like, when am I going to be able to start having a larger moveset? I'm kind of mm. like you, but I also, when I can unlock things, especially in games with super, I'm not as... Like, I'm not a fighting game guy. You know, I'm not yeah. a, like, let's memorize a million things. And I almost always sink all my experience into things that are passive. Yeah. Uh, you know? Oh, yeah, I do, and too. Totally. So that's, yeah. that's kind of my strategy all the time. I'm, so I'm just surprised I've, I've never had and, enough to Yeah, no, they, they, yeah, they're kind of, you know, you're not, like, like running around. There's a lot of resources to juggle and items to juggle and There's things to think about. The, yeah. the first five hours of the game, I felt like I was, you know, I was opening those, like, sarcophagi. Right, right. And grabbing something and I'm like oh okay this is gonna be like number two or three of that thing no it's another new thing like yeah. that happened like 50 times which yeah. is I wouldn't say it's a bad thing but it's also kind of like Jesus there's a, like a lot to keep track of yeah, here what's all this doing again it's a little overwhelming kind of for your first a little hours. bit yeah. yeah I would say the menus in general are a little overwhelming <laughs> and, and that goes back to the, the combat thing which is when I'm fighting a lot of times just like boom a big thing of ice will come out or whatever and it's like okay I guess yeah, that was like I hit R two and L two or something. Like I'm, I'm not entirely. I, I think you sort of have to like choose to like realize it and learn it. But I, I, from what I gather, there's like sort of three different like optional special moves. There's like your I forget the name of it. It's like the it's activated. You mean there's like know. three different yeah. ways to activate. Yeah. No, no. I mean, like, there's three different things you can change out, yeah. and each of those things is like L1 plus circle, oh, like your or runes. L1 plus R two, right? Yeah. Your runes, yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah your runes. And so it's basically. It, it, there's like three different things you can memorize, and you can just stick with one for a while and keep powering it up. Mm. Do you use your son much? Mark? No, like uh, like embarrassingly few. Like because now that I've now that I've realized I can power him up all the way. Yeah, like now he can kill enemies like by himself. He can distract no, them very kidding. easily. I oh, that he far. just like yeah. takes. Oh, I thought, yeah, he's I thought just yeah. like, his purpose for the game was just like. Like just like making the opening for the boss for me to come yeah. in and like right, yeah. clean house. This no. is funny. You and I are playing this game like the exact same yeah. way. Like I just leveled up the kid. And I'm like, great, right? And I just it's so funny because like, I was like, he's fuck like the a kid. demon. I don't. Oh yeah, need it's more just I'm you, not giving you, you deal with the main threat, and he'll just yeah. take care of the smaller ones. Yeah, like, yeah. interesting. I was completely like, he's never going to be that useful, no, so you I'm should, just going to starve him and, and just throw it all in, into my yeah. axe. It seems like that goes along... I don't know the story because I'm not playing it, but it seems like that's kind of what it's about, right? Is you yeah, teaching so him to be that, self-sufficient? I also wanted to talk a little bit about I'm curious, like, you guys who also do, like, more on the writing side and think a lot about boy. dialogue and stuff like that. Yeah. Boy. Uh, what what do you guys kind of, kind of make of it? Boy. <laughs> boy. Atreus. Um, I'll say... Two quick things about the, the overall general story. Like you're trying to get to a mountain. Mm. That's kind of like at least so far. That's kind of the overall general story. Right. Yeah. It's more a journey. Yeah. Yeah. It's a journey. More nuanced. No, no, it's a journey. Um, game. Yeah. <laughs> first, it's surprisingly funny. Right. There mm-hmm. are parts in that game that are very funny. The interactions with you and like all the guys who run the little weapon shops and the interaction with yeah, you and the your kid. Yeah, the doors are great. And just Kratos's. Mm. 
just general grumpiness. Hmm. Like in the it's first a game, exhausting. Yeah, I was wondering, I, have you, do you not find it getting? No, oh, okay. I think it's great. <laughs> really? And, uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. And not only me, but um, it's a it's a very cinematic game. Who loves this game is is my wife, and mm. we play games together, and she'll watch. Right, and it's like. Usually, yeah, we get home. Like, if we don't have something to do, we'll watch a little TV and then, like, hey, I'm going to play some games. And sometimes, yeah, she does some other stuff and then she falls asleep. But sometimes she'll be into it. And this, she's like, she watched this for an hour and she's like, you don't get to play this unless I'm here. That's a good sign. Because she just fucking loves Kratos. She thinks Kratos is just the shit and and hilarious and, like, just cranky. And (laughs) um, now I'm like, are you like Kratos? (laughs) You know what? (laughs) Trying to get some more. You're the opposite. And she's like, I need a break from the night oh guy. no i'm nothing like her. no 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 yeah she's probably more like oh Kratos. yeah um so yeah. i i i think it, it's a good game it's a great game to watch right yeah, because sure. it is you mm. know there's combat but it's short bursts and then there's like some story and then there's just some walking around it's a beautiful game to look at yeah the it's also pacing, dripping story things through. yeah like the you pacing get to canoe the for a while yeah. i think the pacing in the game is a story it is. Yeah. it's just i mean um, the, it's like the, the kids enthusiasm is mirroring my own of like wow look at this cool new world and the kratos just like quiet boy right and like yeah, that's that's the whole game is like me being excited like the boy and the kratos is like the like you know the pessimist or the jaded gamer who's like, no, this realm is lame. But what if yeah. Nick? What if I know over what the if, course of the game? I know, he, yeah. he learns to love. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> I want to be cranky for the whole damn thing. I mean, there are some pretty compelling beats, though. Like, I'm I'm a little bit further than you, Mark. I think, but should I leave the room while you? No, no, about I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm, okay. I'm like sensitive to spoilers, like yourself. But like, I think seeing Kratos open up little by little even though like you know where he's going uh-huh. is still you can see it coming but I, yeah 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 I think it's well done I, enough I think that mm. you still enjoy it I think if you're playing just the main story path mostly I'm sure then that like character arc is you know beautifully done and like never feels t- tiring or anything but I think because I don't know if you guys are playing this way but I'm like doing every alternate path oh, yeah. you know yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, again yeah. we're right. twins so. Uh, yeah so uh, and what I was which I'm say really what enjoying I, yeah, I'm that's the part actually I like most about yeah. I mean, can I okay light spoiler you all know this part already but skip like 15 seconds when you get to the lake things open up right yeah, and yes. you can go do a bunch of different stuff for a while for mm. like five mm. plus hours mm. um, so at that point like I love that those path, those side paths go on a long time, and they have whole separate stories to them, like mm-hmm. essentially side quests, but in a more, I think more naturally integrated way than I think a lot of games have them. Like yeah. I love that the feeling of discovery, there's cool secrets hidden. But if you do everything, then again, like at that moment, like let's say you're like a third into the story, Kratos is just like you know he's like X amount of a jerk, and he's just going to be X amount of a jerk for all the side missions right. until you move to the main story path, and then the relationship changes and a then bit. It so moves, yeah, I that's think a good, that's, that's interesting it's, it's point. because of how I'm playing it. I think also it's like a little. I almost want to like turn the <laughs> turn it off for a bit. I'm like, right. let me just it's get to this little, area without like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel I, I I disagree. I guess very slightly because I think even in side quests it grows a little. Like there's a part in the lake where you're doing a side quest mm-hmm. and your kid's like, hey, tell me a story. Yes, right, right. right. And the first story Kratos tells is like, there was a boy and he fell in a well and he died. Yeah. And the kid's like, that's a stupid story. And he's like, fuck you, paddle or whatever Kratos <laughs> says. Right. 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 And then the yeah. second story is like a little more and mm. a little more and a little like. I get what you're saying, right? Right, like the overall arc of Kratos. Yeah, like he's uh, big mission critical mm-hmm. stuff has to happen to his kid before he like yeah. really opens up and changes. But I think they 
kind of try to do that sure. somewhat, yeah. and, even within. And also, I'll say, like, I mean, night and day better, of course, than all the old games where it was just normal adventure game where it's sure. like Angry Kratos being angry for like right. 15 hours <laughs> while you beat it. Yeah. Now it's like, yeah, yeah, immediately, of course. I mean, as you would expect as a game should be now, where it's like a little more nuanced, a little, you know, totally. character. Yeah. And, uh, but I mean, has there been a reboot in this sense, like, of this sort of scale where it is like pretty substantial but maintains the spirit of the franchise, but, you know, just calls itself the original name. Like, I was trying to think of a comparative Zelda. game. I was going to say Breath of the Wild, but not, not the name uh, thing. I think, yeah, the, I mean, you see it a lot in Japan. I mean, Japan, it's always it's always been a thing. I mean, oh, we're going to go way back, but, like, Castlevania 4 on Super Nintendo was a reboot of Castlevania 1, like, in Japan. Like, but it wasn't it was, the gameplay very similar, moment to moment? Similar-ish. I mean, but you could twirl your whip, and you were, like, twice the size, and you could do... Do you, you think know? the gameplay is pretty... Are you saying that yeah, the gameplay is I think it is. Very, very, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's substantially oh, yeah. different. I mean, you and I were arguing the other night that, like... And you said this because on Twitter I called it Suncharted, which I'm very proud of. Uh, but I, but I <laughs> oh, think wow! Somebody else, came up, somebody, somebody came up, else came up with a better one, though, right? Who Somebody nope. replied to your thing. What no, was mine's it? the best. What was yeah. the other ones that did somebody I don't remember because they were, were not as good. Uh, they were looking at a block. I mean, there's, you know, there's a million. It was one of the plays on Last of Us, right? It was the... Uh, it was like the uh, what, uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, the Next of Us, I think. Maybe. That's pretty yeah. good, but... Yeah. Uh, anyway, I think to me it feels way more like Uncharted than it does God of War. Uh, you don't think it feels like Uncharted? I think it feels very similar to Uncharted. Uncharted to like, me is way more scaling cliffs and shit. Like even Uncharted Four had just you know like a third man. Maybe Uncharted Four was last like a quarter of the game or something is literally mm-hmm. scaff. You know, uh, yeah, climbing cliff faces. Yeah, but like that's in this game too. It is in this game, but, but, but it's but not- much more so. I think in like your adventuring like with it you have another entity with you the whole yeah. time and so it got that rapport uh-huh. you like enter an arena a big open area and you're like yeah. what's gonna happen here right, right. enemies rush in yeah um like the you know you even have like the range stuff with the axe like but mm. anyway my point is this feels much more like uncharted than it does god of war in some ways mm-hmm. so i think that sort of like not not genre shift but to like a different part of the genre i'm just saying i'm just postulating has that ever happened before because even breath of the wild i think is like moment to moment pretty similar and spiritually similar to previous Zelda games um, it has some innovations within that formula. On a, on a grand like a scale, pretty, for sure. This yeah. is a pretty big reboot. I like open them world is going that. is going pretty big. I mean, open world is almost like a, a different genre for like a Zelda game to go mm. open world. Like that's a pretty big. That's a pretty big difference. Sure. Yeah. That's true. Uh, but God of War is pretty. I mean, there's some areas that are pretty open world, also. Yeah. No, there are. But like what you're doing in the God of War games, like you know. You were doing all that stuff in the other games too, right? Like you were fighting That's true enemies. Of Zelda, yeah. For well, I, I've only, oh, I know, but I'm, I'm yeah, just yeah. saying Zelda is another example. Sure. Of, yeah, yeah. On sure. the, uh, I've only played God of War, the new one, for like maybe an hour, so I, I you know, I, that's why I've been pretty quiet during this. But um, Dermot's like shaking his head at me. But um, <laughs> but I, from the outside looking in, it looks the same as the old one. I mean, of course, I, I'm not saying it's not a big improvement, but like in a general scale, it doesn't yeah. like it's God of War. Looks like God of War to me. It looks like how I would expect it to evolve. It doesn't seem like a total reboot or anything. I'm but, trying to think though what the um, except in the storytelling sense because. The story, the, the story is, like, I didn't mean to dismiss it earlier. Like, it is finally the first God, God of War that has like a story that looks interesting to me. It's, just, even, it's not super relatable to yeah. me. It's, I don't know. Like, I'm not like I'm not a parent yet, and I don't. I never liked Kratos, so like, I'm not like, oh, he's different now. He's still Kratos to me, you know. But mm-hmm. I mean, I mean even, is, but even the scale visually of the game is very different because of the whole yeah, single sure, take sure. shot thing. We talked about that. That yeah. was that was mm-hmm. something where at least in the early games, you know, like 
I think that was another thing that they had mined until it was like meaningless anymore. Which is like now you're on a fucking mountain-sized guy. But that was also awesome. Like it I was. would, I would have non-gaming friends come over yeah. and play and play the intro of God of War three and like completely blow their minds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like my parents, because you're like you're like fighting on <laughs> yes. a little area that it pulls back, and then yeah. that you're on a creature that's climbing a mountain, and that creature starts yeah. fighting a larger creature. But it was diminishing returns <laughs> yeah, almost yeah, to the sure. point of it just was ridiculous. Yeah. At the yeah. point, at the yeah. example that you talked about to the point where okay like nothing matters anymore you know you could be like the, the punch the moon and sure. fucking have it explode <laughs> to that pieces said, and be like yeah <laughs> that said I, I do miss it a lot but 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 i think what they do now is they hit the reset button and that now allows them they now have a place to go now with this like an interesting story a new tone and now with like sequels and stuff they can start to yeah. do that again maybe i, I just missed that because that was actually maybe my favorite part of, of God of War was the scale of some of the battles you were encountering and how they yeah. fit into the environment. Sure. And, I mean, Shadow of the Colossus is my favorite game, so maybe them biased yeah, with giant creatures, but, uh, but I, I do miss that. I don't think the wins that they get from the single-take formula is worth that loss of skill. Yeah, I, I actually, the single-take thing to me seems almost more like a gimmick than anything else. It's like, really? It just seems weird. Yeah, like, would it be you that? You love it? I love it. I've, I, I don't think I've played a game that has made me feel more like I'm on an adventure. Hmm. Like a You're sustained like there adventure. Yeah. I see. Yeah, I just, I, I didn't even honestly notice it until I saw like a little mini documentary I, that that I, was happening. I think the reason is because I think it just sort of doesn't inherently work past a certain point in a video game yeah. because we are going to sit down and play it in several sessions. So like right. we're breaking it up. That's true. Yeah. Unlike a film where it's yes. like, oh, you're a captive audience. We're going right. to show you this entire shot. Oh there. my God, yeah. Children of Men, like this. I, I exactly. Yeah, yeah, the in a game, whatever. it just can only work so well. Mm. Yeah. It sounds like you're a lot further, so maybe you're playing it in like longer sittings too. Maybe that helps. I yeah, I definitely was. I know it is like a technical like challenge and marvel that oh, they're yeah. able to do it. Yeah. Like that 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 part I totally like look at and respect and on whatever. I just like it doesn't like oh this game would not be near as good if it would have cut you know to the to the where I do really love it when the game just backs out and then you're in the game. Mm. But like Last of Us, like a lot of a lot of games are doing that now. Mm. That part I do like, but like the fact that even in the cu- quote unquote cutscenes when you lose control that it's not cutting doesn't really like make a huge difference to me. Um, yeah, we should move along. Why don't we talk about a Japanese game before we. Uh, before we take a break and hit the news, Roy, you've been yeah. playing Dragon's Crown Pro. That's right, yeah. The uh, HDified yes. PS4. Are you playing it on a Pro? That thing doesn't I go to playing... 4K, does it? Well, yeah, Probably, I, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I, I don't have a 4K yeah, I thought that was the whole point. Yeah. 4K. Yeah, the whole yeah, point. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I guess the old the old game came out on PS4 as well, right? Mm. PS3. Oh, PS3, right. And I played the shit out of it on PS3, like... Because this is one of the rare like uh, couch co-op games mm. that, yes. that probably ex- seem to exist in like you know on yeah. consoles. Twenty eighteen, and like yeah. So my girlfriend like she got really into it. So we would do like which just, character would you guys play? So I'm the elf. Okay, she's the the large breasted mage. Nice. Yes, sorceress or whatever. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Right on. So you're swapping uh, roles from real life. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like I mean, we used to play this shit. Like there was this one time we had to take one of our friends to the airport at like six a.m. and we're like, "Fuck it, let's just stay up and play this all night." So oh, like wow. we had, we probably had <laughs> like awesome. like around eighty hours or something in it. And the nice Holy thing shit. is, with this version, you can actually somehow it finds your your save in the cloud if you have PlayStation Plus or whatever. No kidding. So you can like 
hit the ground running. If you were well, somebody I had that no idea, wow. so you super, be playing super like the cool. new game plus or whatever, yeah. or and it worked it. for you. It didn't work for me because unfortunately, I had oh. the bright idea to like be like, I'm going to make a new game like solo after she lost interest in it, and then okay. it it only found that one. So I would have to find my old PS3. And, but like, it did find a save file, though. Wow. Yeah, it did, yeah. That's so cool. what, what's the loop that keeps you playing for 80 hours in that game? Like, are you... I'm assuming it's, like, you're farming stuff at the point you're playing the same levels, killing the same bosses, yeah. and stuff like that, right? Yeah, there's a lot of that. So it's like um, you go through a dungeon, which is a series of rooms. As you go through it, like, enemies jump out, and it's... Um, I don't know that like what kind of genre you'd call it, but it's like you know two D side scrolling brawler. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the belt conveyor belt. Uh, final what fight is what we used to call them back in the day. Just final yeah, fight Japanese. games. Beat them up. Yeah. So you, you know you. <laughs> no. John did, you say, did you say boob them up? Yeah. <laughs> so you dispatch the guys, and then you have like this NPC who follows you around everywhere, and his sole job is to open treasure chests that you find. Okay. And like based on how what level he is, he opens them faster or slower. And whatever you get out of there is kind of randomized loot. So it'll be like um, a weapon that most likely fits somebody's party character. Like, so I'm I'm the elf, so she uses a bow. But since Sarah's with with me, I think it's like a fifty fifty chance that it's going to be like a bow or something for that. For her, yeah, like a. And wand is it or randomized? Is that loot uh, like dependent on what difficulty or how many times you've done it or whatever? Like. Is there random uh, elements to that loot where you could get the same bow 50 times, but th- it would be a little bit different it's, yeah, stats? Yeah, it has different skills, like you'll do uh, ice damage, or you'll take less poison damage. So like, is there like a god weird... roll that you're always after? No, like, no, it's that? just... Uh, no, I don't. Okay. I never actually like looked into the game to try to... like Because it's not it's not to really that it. hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially if you have somebody to play with. Like, solo it might be kind of rough, but... Um, but I guess it's fun to play two players. Though. Oh, yeah, it's really fun. Yeah. You can play online as well. You can, right? so yeah. So did you do any of that, or are you mostly... I have solo. just playing. Well, no, I just playing with Sarah. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Even the new one, even Pro. Yeah. yeah. So, what is it? Ha- anything else besides the like the, the sharper graphics? Did they add like any DLC? Is like a game of the year edition? Or I don't think there's anything like that. But the, I mean, the big selling point to this game is just the art because yeah. the art is like amazingly detailed and like very lush and beautiful. But like that's that vanillaware George Kamitani. Yeah. yeah. But on PS3, it was just like a little muddy and also. Sometimes there's just so much shit going on on the screen. Like, you'll be fighting we'll a boss down. where it's like a flying bird, and then, like, these skeletons come in, and they're carrying bow and arrows. And you kill a skeleton, it drops the bow and arrow. There's just all this shit yeah, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. So, yeah, it would kind of slow down a little bit and sure. just be like. Did you not need hard. that slowdown in order to, like, manage the game? Because sometimes some games are built knowing, okay, there's going to be, or they, they used to be, especially, there's going to be some slowdown, but mm. you kind of need it so they balance the game. Mm. No, I remember it being annoying. I remember, being, like, there were okay. certain bosses where I was like, oh, fuck this guy. It's going yeah, to gonna gonna slow down. Over. Yeah. They also did redid the soundtrack with the orchestra. Ah, that I didn't know. Yeah. That's pretty fucking, that's pretty cool. But, but yeah, everything looks great. Like, when you're fighting the bosses, like, it, it does zoom out a little bit more because they're, because they're larger than the normal uh, enemies. Um, but your characters still look really sharp and crisp uh, and everything. It's like, and, the, you know, I mean, like, I don't know if there's a whole lot of other games like this right now. You can just, like, right, yeah. play with, with whoever. So yeah. Is I, that a full price game? Do you know? I don't know the price. Pretty sure I it is. Doubt it. You mean it's like I, sixty bucks? It can't be a sixty. No, I it was that's like right. thirty or. I thought it was twenty. We'll look it up. We'll we got it. We got it from our friends at uh, Atlas. So thank, thank you, you friends thank you, those guys at Atlas. Yeah. Um, but um, apparently, I got it too. And I just uh, found that out. 
uh, Dermot, we, I don't think we have time to talk about this, but I do want to mention that Yakuza 6, like, we we got it so early that I feel like yeah, we kind of yeah. missed the boat because oh, we right. couldn't talk about it when we got it. But Yakuza 6, have you been playing it, Dermot? Or? Yeah, I played a little bit, yeah, before God of War came out. Yeah, so that, I think that's been going on, too. Like, they've been actually coming out with some pretty... Sega slash Sega Atlas has had some pretty hot stuff lately. Yeah, like, somebody was telling me, I guess the new, the new one is very different in, like, the system is shaken up a lot now, where it's like... You can yeah, go into six. You mean yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can go into a cone bean. You can fight dudes in a cone bean. You know. Yeah. So Whoa. yeah, you can like spill your fight in there, and like shit's falling off the shelves. That People is, are running out. It's, pretty, it's, it's very very cool. Awesome. I can't wait to play. I'm so excited. Yeah. What? Those games are so good. Yeah, because Zero was great. Oh my god, it's amazing. Those games are so good. Yeah. Did you get to the point where you have the baby yet, or is this the baby one? It is the baby. It one. It is the yeah, baby yeah. one. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not there yet. Okay, but the, the new in, the new environment, Onomichi, is really really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, very different than like Osaka or Tokyo. Hmm. Where nice is that be, located? It's down by Hiroshima, so like okay by the oh, coast. Tropical? Nice. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Bunch of crazy baseball fans. When does around, when does that come <laughs> yeah. out or has it? It's out. It's, it's out. been it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Um, oh, awesome! Well, we should more people should play that. We should talk. <laughs> we should do an actual second. Yeah, I really want to. Question: I have always been somewhat interested in Yakuza. I've never played one of them. Which one? What is the with? actual one to start with? Zero. Zero. Yeah. Because if you is don't, that, that's you, the one that's a remake of the first one. Or no, no Zero a is a prequel. So, so if you want to be like super authentic, you should, you know you would play the remake of one and two. I don't, don't want to be authentic. I just want <laughs> start, like, the best. Start yeah. with zero. Entry point. Zero takes place in the eighties. And that just brings with it all kinds of interesting things on its own, because especially if you grew up, you know, relatively around that era. Um, And, you know, also, if you don't want to play the whole series, I think you'll still get a lot of that out of that one on its own. Like, it's a standalone game. It's really fun. It's really funny. And it's just kind of a little trip because you're literally like you feel like you're in the eighties, you know. Yeah. It's, it's that was sort of a trip time crazy travel. time in Japan. For sure. Yeah, yeah, it's like the bubble era in Japan yeah. too. Yeah. So that's it's super in interesting. Fairness, in fairness, Yakuza Six does a really, really good job of catching people up right at the beginning. You can story wise. I think they all yeah. do, right? They all kind of summarize. They do, what but I think Yakuza before. Six especially. Okay. Uh, and that's modern day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Isn't it supposed to be the final be the story one. of Kiryu? I mean, yeah. who knows how it actually ends? We don't. But yeah. but yeah. There's also like a bunch. There's uh, some summary comics online that they put together hmm. that are also pretty cool. Oh, hmm. to sort of go through the previous games yeah, in the yeah, series. Yeah, yeah. No. If you want a little that bit more detail. Cool. Hey, real. I know we have to run, especially yeah. me. But like one other thing I want to talk about super quick is I played Dragon Quest VR. Oh yes. yeah, shit! So that was that like a limited. Here. That was like a limited thing. It's still going on now, but you had to like reserve it weeks in advance. How many get people were in your party? Four. It's a four-person party. Okay. So I'll run through it real quick. But basically, it's at the, the VR zone in Shinjuku. You show up, and they put you in a in a line with four people, and you have to have two people in your party are warriors, and then you have a mage and a priest or whatever they call them. I don't know what they call them nowadays, but um, mm. basically like a healer and a, and a, and a mage. And uh, so me and my girlfriend went. We were both warriors. We were the two people on the front lines. It's this giant room VR thing using Vive. Heavy-ass backpack, so it's uh, wireless. I've done that with A real stuff. shield yeah. and a real sword that are heavy. And, like, yeah. it felt amazing. <laughs> like, you get it? And, like, I'm just, just getting suited Whatever up. Whatever class like, you are, you get a sword and a shield? Well, no, we got sword and shields. The war, they, have, they have spells. And, actually, the gameplay was completely different from the sword, between the sword person mm-hmm. and the priest and the mage. Like, the mage has, like, these spell things that show up in front of them, and they can cast... But the cast, physical thing that they have... They had, like, a staff. Like, staff. they're, yeah, much lighter. That's kind of cool. We had this, like, heavy... We all... We had these heavy backpacks, and the sword and the shield is very bulky and weighty, and, like... They even told us before, and they were like, "Don't go crazy in there because you're gonna wear yourself out. Like it's like it's huh. like an it's like a workout." <laughs> yeah. But we went in, and like you get dropped into it's basically takes place in the world of Dragon Quest three, but it's like full on. We're in this giant room about the size of maybe this office, and like a very big room, 
and you're just fully in the Dragon Quest world, and it was amazing. Like, hordes of enemies are coming at you, you're slashing them, you're using your shield to block fireballs that are coming at you. Mm. The mage in the background is, like, casting stuff at enemies that are too far away to hit. The priest's job is to, like, keep everybody alive, basically, so she's healing. Mm. There's no limit on magic power, so you could, they could just keep casting as long as they Do wanted to. Do you choose what you look like to other people? You like, don't know, but okay. you look awesome. Like, it's, the, of course, the original <laughs> Toriyama designs. Like, when it's all done, you get, a, you get this, like, sort of... um sticker postcard thing that shows you what your character looked like but um and you're just down in the middle of like a, an open plane big like room a- we could see everybody their their name is above their head in like the 8-bit font so like you ah. can see everybody and you can communicate so to each other you're in like with, a like, dungeon a- room in the yeah well the like what, the, the first part of it was like you're out in open field and like slimes okay. are coming at you and stuff and we're like slashing them and, and everything and you, you kind of feel the, the vibrations in the in the gear or whatever so you can kind of feel it and then cool. You know, it's it can't be too long because it's a VR thing. It's like maybe ten, fifteen minutes, and like so. After we clear the first wave, then we do like a second wave, and then we enter the end, like the last boss's castle, and like we're in there doing it stuff. Just warps you there, or do you actually uh, walk anywhere? It warps you in a, in an in-game world way because the game ha- the uh, game it's the world has teleporters, so it makes yes. sense. It's oh, not that's like cool. Mm. And then like you know, towards the end, like you know, you're you're getting close to the boss and you're fighting him, and then your party gets wiped out, and then the hero from the game appears and revives you and starts fighting, and like all the shit happens, and then you actually have to go to town on the boss. Mm. And man, my arm was hurting for like a week after, man, because you just <laughs> do this for like five minutes, you're like getting his hit points down and everything, just slashing at him. I went in thinking this was going to be some gimmicky garbage like these things usually are. It was awesome. It was so good. And I was like, this is cool. exactly the kind of VR experience that I kind of want to have. That sounds very, very similar to the Star Wars The Void one I just tried in L.A. I heard about that. I don't Which, know if is that, that the same you people? I don't know. So, I don't. I know it's all Vive based because like the gear and everything was like okay. Vive, but I, I don't know who made it. But yeah, yeah but it, like same same feel and scope and everything sounds similar, which, which I was also really impressed by. One thing I do have a question: Are, are the other people represented by the moving? Uh, they're just hands and feet, or in heads, or are they full actual body full look character? like characters in the and game? So when they yeah, Star Trek had finger. Or Star Trek. Oh, their arms Star Wars moved. had finger tracking. Wow. I was too. impressed. Wow. My girlfriend was going to town. I'm like, holy shit! I gotta like fight harder. She's like <laughs> fucking blow, like ripping shit apart. Like she was going bananas, and you know. You could see their facial expressions change and everything. Like it was really cool. Wow. It was really, really detailed. That's that's pretty. Yeah, cool. being in in there with someone else and ha- like yeah. having a presence. Social I mean, reach VR, out and touch exactly. them also. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you also really have to be cool. careful not to get too close. I mean, I could literally right. hurt somebody if I hit them. So you have to be aware of the people who are around mm-hmm. you and like kind of mm-hmm. stay away. And stuff. yeah, they had a shooting game there that I wonder if it, if they took that over for the, that room and all the setup because it was the same thing there. But just being in the space with other people even before the game started was just kind of cool. Yeah, it's yeah. Just like yeah, did, did it also have like when the Star Wars thing had like you're on like a moving platform over a bed of lava and they like blast heat on you and like put wind uh, against yeah, you. Yeah, they had wind. They didn't have any heat stuff, but there was some yeah. wind. Yeah, that's cool. That yeah. stuff goes a long way. Oh, for sure. They for had sure. like Nickelodeon slime or whatever. Whenever you kill the slime, <laughs> they just splash it on you. Like, well, it's like I, a double dare. They just like dump exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. The, I, I also I'm, uh, I also did the thing where you walk out a plank on a high building and save a uh, cat and yes. it was the kitten at the end terrifying of the plank, like yeah. and, and even before I did it because it's one foot off the ground and you know what you're getting into yeah you see you're it like, and you're walking yeah. in there and you're like, you, like you know, wait an inch off the ground you mean Say right, not yeah, a foot, like, an inch no, off yeah, the ground. Not even, yeah, like well, a couple inch. inches. It's yeah, super yeah. close yeah. to the ground, and I'm like, and like they let your whoever you're with can sit across from you to take a video of you. So I know, like, you know, my girlfriend's right there, the floor's right there, no problem. Step in this thing, go up the elevator, step out, up and get on the plane. Yeah. And I literally was like, I made a mistake. I should not have done this. Like I was terrified, but I was like. You know, she's right I there watching me. It. I gotta, yeah. and like, and I walk out, and like the board itself that you're standing on is like crickety and like moving back and forth, and you feel yeah. like, oh man, it was, it was a nightmare. Can we see but, this video? <laughs> uh, probably. Well, you, you, yeah, you can actually. She okay. has it. I'll, I'll show you. Like, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was posted with this episode, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no promises. Uh, 
It was terrifying, but it was awesome. But like, it just made me realize like how much these VR experiences VR. and Japan has these arcades all over the place. So like, you can do these kind of things relatively Indeed. easily here. Indeed, and they're probably making. Well, like, Star Wars or stars. Star Wars thing was like thirty five bucks. Was that about the same? Oh no, it was like this was like maybe ten bucks. Or okay, because they're like making oh, no, money no. off that. The so ticket like, to get in actually, yeah, it was like twenty or thirty dollars. Yeah, it's like yeah, four actually. people for fifteen minutes, thirty five dollars sure. a person. It's yeah, like, sure, for sure, money. bad. Yeah, for sure. Um, we got to make some money too, mm. even though we don't play commercials during our break. So, oh my god, yeah. uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we will have a pretty damn quick news segment. So yes, stick around. And we are back with the news. Dermot, give me the best news theme ever. Go. Hit me with your best news. All right. Mm. Why don't you hit me with your best news? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> no, nobody said stop. <laughs> Where's the uh, fiddle? <laughs> so, uh, Nintendo Switch Online Service. Finally, we got uh, some more details here. It's going to include cloud saves. That's kind of the headline. Thanks, Polygon.com, for the news. Uh, is this all from Polygon this time, or who else we got? Uh, GameSpot. GameSpot, thanks. Yes. Um, so, yeah, monthly for three ninety nine, three months for seven ninety nine, twelve months for nineteen ninety nine, or the family plan, the eight four family plan for thirty four ninety nine. Uh, you can have up to eight accounts, including child accounts, can Prolific. be as a family group. Uh, you get, what was it, 20? You get access to a bunch of games as part of this, right? Yeah, it's 20 NES games with online compatibility. Now. Right. So, like, uh, do they detail the online compatibility? Do they say if it's, like, leaderboards or... No, so they said it's, it's going to be... Multiplayer? It's it's the multiplayer, but it's interesting because you can just pass the controller, like the virtual controller, to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Much like like the PS4 share play, except there's no limit. So like really? even even playing like the original Zelda, yeah, like John could be playing, mm-hmm. and then he could be like, okay, Mark, you take over. Me like over through online to my Nintendo account. Which no, like he like. You mean in the same he, room, or you mean? Supposedly it works online. Like so I guess they haven't really detailed how it works, but yeah. how I imagine it is like John is playing on his TV and you're maybe watching him. Okay. Talking about like a game sharing basically does like have streaming like that? PS4. No, it is. They haven't streaming. talked about anything, okay. but that's what they're promising. So That sounds like something nobody's going to use. Well, maybe not that's with NES games, but like if they open up the catalog a little more. Uh. Um the big well the big thing that the most people have been excited about actually Surprisingly, is not really the games, um, but it seems like it's been the cloud saves. Which um, I think the the big thing about this is like, is this the only way? Like, if you do the cloud save service, are you able to? And then you stop your subscription runs out or wherever. Do you lose those? Is there a way for you mm. to download them locally to keep them to store them somehow? Um, I would imagine it's both. That's how PlayStation works. Like, it's both uh, yeah, but this is would you Nintendo imagine though. it's both? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You would okay, expect it to be both. Let's yeah. put it that way. Um, 
So yeah, I mean, you know, I guess Smash is kind of the the killer app for this is is kind of what they're thinking. Um, this yeah. ramps up what in the fall, I think. The online service September comes I think, out in yeah. September. Okay, yeah. yeah, that sounds like maybe we have a Smash Brothers the release date then, or have they already said that? They, they haven't already said, but maybe maybe we'll Doesn't find out. Come out in December. What usually, Smash. but yeah. Smash could come out anytime, I think. I feel Smash like maybe... come out wherever the fuck Smash wants to come out, okay? I feel like uh-huh. maybe they want to launch this and see if it works first. You know, give it like maybe like a month that would probably to be get smart, the bugs out. But, uh, I mean, I feel like if they launch it without having like a killer game behind it, it's kind of going to be... I like, agree with that, like too, because... It's a year late, so I mean, I would imagine by now, yeah. hopefully it's working, but yeah. Right. I mean, um, the thing is, like, people are playing Splatoon and like Mario Kart 8 right now without paying. Right, yeah, and those are online right. games. So in order to yeah. get people to pay, they are going to have to need it. They're going to need a, a killer app. Yeah, that's true. Um, apparently, not getting a virtual console. Hmm. John. Yeah, that's. I don't know. We'll have to see what that means. I mean, the wording is suspect there. Quote, no plans to bring classic games together under the virtual console yeah. banner, yeah. as <laughs> has been done on other Nintendo. I took that yeah. differently from how you're reading a Kotaku thing, probably. Correct. I assume, but like I uh, took it differently from how. Okay, but the, well, uh, sorry, but the statement was provided. Yeah, to I took it differently from how they did because to me that wording sounds like yeah, you're going to get a virtual console, but we're not calling it virtual console. You know what I mean? I agree. So, yeah. yeah. So I assume something is going to happen. I hope it's not just this sort of like. You subs- you pay the money you get games every month because that's not that means you're not going to get like the kind of library that say like the Wii Virtual Console was you're not going to get like a hundred two hundred games for whatever thirty dollars a month or whatever. Yeah, it costs. in so, like, fairness, we haven't seen that since the Wii. Not so. not that prolific, no. But I mean, I, it just Switch seems like the perfect console for it. I would play so many. I mean, I already was playing a ton of that stuff on Wii, but I would go nuts on a Switch. Like to be able to play old games on a Switch. Uh, would you buy them again? I don't want to, but I didn't buy a lot on Wii U because the, of that. Yeah. John would buy them again. But like, <laughs> Depending a, on the would game. A, would a normal <laughs> person them, buy yeah. them? I think the obvious thing is, like, if they put something out and call it Virtual Console, then it begs the question, like, hey, the stuff that I bought on the Virtual Console before... Like, they had to sure. deal with that between Wii and Wii U, they right? They did, and, and they had a like, weird solution. It yeah. was like, it just gets so complicated, and of course they want you to rebuy the, the thing from the start. Yeah, but, maybe, maybe their way of avoiding that whole controversy in the first place was just changing how virtual console works to begin with I mean, it, it brings up this whole weird question that, that really nobody has figured out and it'll be really interesting to see you know when the next playstation happens when the next microsoft game happens if they do this again or if they go more like pc really only pc is the only platform you can own and be confident that anything you mm. buy you're always going to be able to play right with like future iterations right um, that backwards compatibility I just yeah, I wonder if that's ever going to become a thing, especially well, with digital really download PC titles. Either. What's that? It's entirely true with PC either. How do you mean? It's true for longer than before, but yeah, eventually you right. have to. Someone's got to emulate your platform or whatever. Yeah, Same I mean, as like with an iOS. old Mac game that I have, I can't play on yeah. that on mm-hmm. OS ten or whatever. I bet you could. Not not games. There's roundabout ways, and right. so, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's roundabout ways, but like you can still play the game. You just have to have the old console, just like the computer. No, 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 no. But, I mean, you can have a modern computer and run a, a, P- a PC game from, you know, 10 years ago, 12, 15 years ago. Not automatically, no, have, though. Yeah, they don't all re- work. Like, work. a lot of them work. But some of them you need to do I mean, not, not, not like right out of the box without you not having to do anything. Right, right. But, but a surprising number. I mean, a lot sure. of them do. And, I mean, the fact that there's even with workarounds a way to do yeah. it is, mm-hmm. is... There's a lot of them. Like, some computers don't even have a disk drive anymore if you have a CD. I'm just saying that's it's not a, really true anywhere. No, no, no. But the, 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 you... The, like, my, like now we're not, we're talking about the fucking forest here and not the trees. <laughs> like on PC, this is not this is not anything you know. Any, what what 
10 years ago, mm. I would I'd go so far as to say like any game that was like made in the last 10 years on PC, I'm sure you're able to play with a modern sure. PC with yeah. a minimal uh, any kind of effort, right? Dicky things could happen though. Like right now on iOS, isn't it? Aren't they making it so like all games have to support iPhone 10? I think as of this week or something. And if they don't, they're going to stop running or yeah, something. Or well, something. they already did the huge it. sweep with uh, iOS 11. That's where, right. Like, that's right. Yeah. You know, mm. a huge percentage of games. Hopefully, Steam never anymore. does that. But yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. Wait, what others? is? Oh, iPhone is garbage. That's why. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo Switch getting Four adjustable mark. charging stand for. I saw that. Yeah, that was like the second best news you had. Basically, <laughs> no, this is in the Nintendo section of the news. Okay, Nick. I see. You got, you got better <laughs> news for us. Second best Nintendo. Did you have better? News. Did you bring enough uh, better news for the for the whole class, Nick? <laughs> I only need one Nintendo news item. Okay, well that's why you're not on the podcast. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's like a charge cradle weird thing that you can charge while you're. Playing on it, it doesn't come with an AC adapter. Right? Some people do that. No. Some people are like play like in the commercials. Who? who yeah, I don't know. really? Okay. Well, so like, like, it'll be useful like on a plane. You know, if you're gonna play That's on a tabletop, true. because yeah. you can't put it down and charge it because the the charging port is in the bottom. Right. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Right. So you got like three hours and then. Yes, yeah. I guess. Or you just buy a hundred dollar anchor thing like I did and then right. just play forever. That's, but, yeah. You still have to hold sure. it. Sure. Yeah, no, but well, it's yeah. just a cord that reaches to. Yeah. I'm saying, I said tabletop. <laughs> I can I can skillfully put my thing right on the edge of the uh, fold-out tray or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, you're living dangerously, man. <laughs> you just plug it in. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not arguing with that. At that <laughs> point, it's just like, do you need that? Anyway. Anyway. Um, Nintendo plans online Me Maker following the death of Mitomo, browser-based Me Maker tool. For uh, what purpose? Launched by May's end. That's soon. Yeah. Well, because they they shut down Mitomo, right? Yeah. So <laughs> you can no longer make a Mi on any contemporary Nintendo system. So, like, if you want to have your so icon they're putting on it on your PC. Switch, they're putting it online. Yeah. On a browser. Oh, for you to make and then use on Nintendo products. Yes, just the maker. It's not Mitomo proper. I see. I see. Huh. Additionally, changes made to the Mi characters for your Nintendo Network ID will not be applied to your Nintendo account. Why not put that Mi on a smartphone character. with all their other shit? Like, doesn't mean it was. Why on a not smartphone. just leave Mitomo as like a Mi Maker app or like a, fo- a photo thing? Like, I eh, feel like whatever. that'll get relaunched, maybe yeah, under maybe. like the Nintendo Online services. Sure, sure. But, um, so here's the games that. Um, let's see, uh, 50th anniversary. No, I'm, I'm I'm confused about what this is. <laughs> or what is it? Dermot's like. Desperately looking at Mark and shaking his head, like no, 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 no. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what is happening here. Uh, it's a different edition of the <laughs> NES Classic Mini. I thought this yeah. was a game list of the uh, games that you're going to get oh. with your Nintendo. I mean, it, it, that's because that would make sense to have in news. <laughs> Dermot, Dermot, uh, you're out. Do we Go back talk to about like, all of the NES games that everyone's going to play for the thousandth time? I don't think this is going to pass the uh, Nick Sutner <laughs> quali- news quality filter. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, you know what podcast you're on? That's exactly <laughs> the news that John wants. The, I, uh, I pre-ordered that thing, man. <laughs> I'm ready. It's a golden Famicom. I'm here for change. Famicom. <laughs> gold Famicom Mini. As they should be. Gold With Famicom a bunch of Mini, shitty right? jump games. Yeah, it's like a With, bunch. With uh, tag team match muscle. Dragon Quest is on there. Fist of the that's, North that's Star. Good. Captain Tsubasa, a whole bunch of uh, Shonen Jump This properties. sets an interesting precedent, I think. What, like special edition classic minis? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and I saw Where people talking stop? online like, is this... Now that's... people are going to collect fucking NES that's actually That's actually not a bad idea. Like, if they released a, a SNES, like, like a super... 
Super Nintendo, like JRPG, mm-hmm. yep. yes. shooter edition, with like fighting 20 edition. of those in there. Oh, yeah, uh, I'd buy that thing. Yeah. Yep. People are saying that might mean that we get Goku and Smash. Oh, God, please. Oh, God. Okay. Spare us. <laughs> Time these uh, <laughs> And uh, maybe finally, oh, no, there's a, well, uh, we got a couple more things, but Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate yeah. brings the series to Switch. So Monster Hunter is coming to Switch, but. Can you go back? No. I, I'm going to try. I don't know. Roy answered very quickly. I would agree. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be hard. I think I can go back. A Do you little guys bit of... remember when you needed bugs for armor? And it was like... Jesus fucking Christ. You had to catch like three of these bugs <laughs> that had like a 20% <laughs> chance of showing it all on a map. Like, I can't do it. I mean, I and you, yeah, needed, no, exactly. you needed nets. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with that time. No, I know. Like the, the drinking, stopping to drink stuff and then mm-hmm. doing the... the Fucking that's true. Pose. That is going to uh, be tough. No, yeah, maybe no, not. no, maybe not. never again. It's Even, too bad though, because in that game you could play as the cats, and that was yeah. the best part of that. Oh shit! No kidding. Yeah. I think this game will sell well because oh, of the Monster oh. World hype. It will. It will. Yeah, probably it will yeah. Sell. because it's the only thing like it on Switch. Yeah, it'll. Sell no, you're right. Fine, it it but, will for sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the question is, do do adults want to play it? <laughs> maybe not. Is this a new game? It's, uh, it's, it's new. The, to you. It's, it's Generations the, Ultimate. So like Generations came out on 3ds. Oh, okay. It, it was originally a 3DS game, and then it, and then it came out on Switch in Japan, and yeah. now maybe a year later, it's, it's the latest out. of what they were doing in the Monster Hunter games, right. right? Which is everything up until now, basically, yeah. and then plus a few new. But monsters. this is now the crappy branch, and World is better. Exactly. Okay. Right. But yeah. what's interesting though about this is that you can import your 3DS save onto the Switch version and pick up there if you oh, played it. Nice. If you played yeah. it on 3DS, yeah. That is. The and there's also I, like which I didn't. three times as many big monsters. Yeah. In this game, yeah. than there are in World. So, but you know what, Roy already like ruined this for me by pointing out that I have to catch bugs. So. Yeah, <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh man, there's a bunch of stuff. They like should that just put that some DLC. They should put like remember. DLC out for people who played Monster Hunter World. Like, here's all the yeah. shit that you don't want to do. Here it is, like in a free <laughs> yeah. pack. Quality of life fixes. <laughs> yeah. that are just in take there. all these bugs. Literally, really have some should. bugs. Yeah. yeah, I do hope that they eventually port World to to Switch. Like that would be a pain mm. in the ass to do. But that game would suck. World can't be oh, done yeah. on Switch, but they could certainly make a world-esque game on Switch. Dude, they could totally do it. Like, th- There's no way you're going to no. load a map the size of World on Switch <laughs> Dude, unless it's like fucking cel-shaded. Streaming. Like, no, no, no. no. Dude, streaming. You have to port, yes, you have to no. port the game. Is Zelda not bigger? You, you don't remember. What? Yeah. Isn't the Zelda map bigger, probably? Uh, I don't know. You're telling me that the I Switch can do Zelda and it can't do Monster Hunter? You have to actually do work, unlike modern ports, where it's like, oh, it's the same exact game except the frame rate is a little different. Or, like, it's the same game with the texture. Like, you have to actually have to sweat and make the port of the game, but you can make Monster Hunter World for the Switch. You, you do have to sweat and make Or you could just make an original World-esque game for Switch. That's, like, going to take advantage of, you know, what the Switch lot, can do. It's a lot of work what, just what to make World, do? but... It can go with you. Okay. <laughs> See, what like else? that's a lot more work. Don't ask it's just a port world. Plus, world already has the name. I mean, that's a lot more work to make an original title. I, I just hope Monster Hunter that eventually world. they do something like <laughs> that. Mm-hmm. It would be you know a, a shitload of money for a port, but like they would make that and, and more. They would make a fucking ton of money. Um, let's. Uh, I don't even. I feel pained. Even like putting this out in the universe, like lending this <laughs> no. any credence at don't, all. Don't do it then. Just okay. burn it. Should we not talk about this? Wow. I don't know what it is. Retro but no. Studios is, is working. The rumor of what Retro Studios is working oh, on. Oh, whatever. Yeah, they're working on it. The, the rumor is what? It was a Star Fox racing or something <laughs> like but that? But how like, cool yes. would that be? How can you even like let those words yeah, not leave cool. your mouth? Yeah. How cool would that be? <laughs> how about zero on a scale of one to ten million? <laughs> 
fucking zero. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. Who wants this? I am a shock. I'm, I'm glad, though, to have somebody on the podcast that is... Like, Pure. Yeah, actually, <laughs> just to have a dissenting opinion, because I want to know, what about this sounds All like All I was going to say is idea. that I care little enough about Star Fox that I would be more interested to try that than just a new Star Fox, Star Fox I, I think it's yeah. what the franchise needs. It needs to go in a different direction. A different direction, meaning... A, this Minis. is like fast down this was the highway. What people did in like the, the mid '90s is like, oh, we don't have really have an idea. Well, make a racing game. Right. Okay. So, like, so is there is there yeah, a racing like game that's like spaceships? No, and that was a fine game, but like <laughs> better than Mario Kart. Oh, no, shots fired! Ooh. We didn't talk about Nick's opinion we about did, Mario. We got to wrap Odyssey. it up. I'm oh, sorry, no. we're out of time. Darn it! We didn't talk about my opinion about Monster Hunter, but hey! Oh, oh no! no. I I see. Time to launch. Hit the launch button Damn on the it. guest chairs. All right. Well, think of your think of your one sentence summary of your opinion of those two games because we're going to end with it. But uh, in the meantime, why don't we wrap it up by telling people where they can find us uh, between shows in those lonely nights? They can, they can find <laughs> us on the uh, information superhighway at www8 4jp uh, or at our second home giantbomb uh, Facebook, there's a thread on iTunes, there's a thread on Resetera, uh, and uh, you can find us on Twitter, which is probably the best place to find us and attempt to make contact at us. Uh, that is 8-4-Play, or our personal Twitters. I am at John TV. Mark is... Mark McD. Dermot. I'm at Dermalo. Roy. At Kotawari. Alan, where can people find you on the Twitterverse? I'm at Frodo Mojo. Okay, and how about you, Nick? At Ann Sutner. There you have it. All right. Any other stuff that you guys want to talk about or plug uh, while you're here? No, Alan, working on busy secret projects. Busy secret projects with you guys. Free. Oh, yeah. happy Good. to be here. I have, I have a question for you, Alan. Yeah. So, like, I know I follow you on Twitter, and one of the things you like to do is go to dive bars. Yes. Can you give a shout out to like your favorite, like your Seattle, maybe right? favorite yeah. Seattle dive bar, yeah. uh, Nine Pound Hammer? Oh, nice. It's uh, a good name. It's yeah, good name, if you're yeah. in Seattle, the Nine Pound Hammer, it's in Georgetown. It's like the one area of Seattle that hasn't been taken over by fucking Amazon hipsters yet. Uh, <laughs> uh, they are, they are get, getting there, though. You they can still coaching. possibly get beat up there. <laughs> That's um, not the place that we went to, was it, in Georgetown? The bar that uh, that you guys took me to? Yeah. No, we took you to... Uh, the place you watched the Super Bowl? Yeah, no, we took you to a different bar. Okay. Yeah, that was a different bar. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I would say Nine Pound. I think I remember right. that name. Number one dive bar. All right, thank you. Yeah. Nick, any dive bar recommendations for the <laughs> Bay Area? None, because I don't drink. But oh. uh, the game you didn't let me talk about that I will promote briefly, go play Super Type. Uh, it's maybe my game of the year. On, wow. so on far. what iOS. Super Type. Oh, yeah. On iOS. What kind of game, what kind of game, game. we're talking about? Shots fired again. Uh, I guess a puzzle game. All right. Yeah. Um, by my like favorite iOS designer is just sweet incredible right on well uh, we'll check that out and until two weeks from now thank you guys for being here on the show thank you Mark true pleasure thanks and, and everybody um, and uh, hopefully we'll have you both on uh, future times I didn't get myself banned yet no not yet <laughs> uh, until then we have to have that Mario talk uh, mm-hmm. next time but until then uh Take us out with your hot takes. One sentence summaries. Go. I appreciate Monster Hunter World first, Alan. I appreciate what Monster Hunter's trying to do. Don't equivocate. I've I've never takes Alan. I've never played a fussier game in my life, and I can't believe that you think the menu in God of War is tough, (laughs) and you play that game, (laughs) Nick. Uh, I enjoyed Mario, but. 
I think what it is handles this pussyfooting around. Come on! <laughs> no, I finished the game. I don't finish games I don't like, but uh, it 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 handles curiosity incorrectly, uh, and it makes it a much worse game for it. Interesting. I'll leave you with that. All right. Wow, I want to hear more about that. Okay. Uh, next time, Dermot. Mm. Next time. Okay. By the way, for the record, you need to listen to our Monster Hunter World talk because I fucking went a blue oh, I streak did. on the menu. I went, talked about I the menus for like an hour. I know. I listened to the whole. It was the, horrible. No, I listened. I listened to that whole podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, I listened to that menus are a nightmare. No, no, you're right. You're yeah. totally right. But like, you guys you need yeah. like a typing class to. to no, to, yeah, to, you to, talk to like I just I tried. Menus. I really tried. Yeah. Like I tried a couple others. I totally get it. I tried this. I tried so I'm hard. I'm glad you tried. And I'm like, oh my god, I just can't. And like the way they set things up, I'm like, why do I have to take the little like <laughs> ski lift up to the thing to like go to that place? Why isn't everything in the same goddamn place? Like, why do I have to go to nine different places to get ready to go? And I just want to go do a thing. I just want to go punch a monster in the fucking face. <laughs> and I have to do like 15 fucking things before I can do it. True and you've games. made it so hard for me. And you guys are talking like, oh, it's so much easier. And I'm like, Jesus, what was it before? Like, <laughs> the hell did I have to do? Who had to blow me so I could go fight a monster, right? Like, oh my God. There's your hot take, motherfucker. <laughs> gain weight from too much chow, I will never call you a cow. I respect you and cows. Don't use cow as an insult. If you eat every single fig, I will never call you a pig. I respect you and pigs. Don't use pig as an insult. Respect every animal. Don't be speciesist. Never use the name of an animal as an insult for anyone. Respect every animal. Don't be speciesist. Never use the name of an animal as an insult for anyone. If you avoid thoughts that are deep, I will never call you a sheep. I respect you and sheep. Don't use sheep as an insult. If you get scared and your pulse quickens, I will never call you a chicken. I respect you and chickens. Don't use chicken as an insult. Respect every animal. Don't be speciesist. Never use the name of an animal as an insult for anyone. Respect every animal. Don't be speciesist. Never use the name of an animal as an insult for anyone. If you're disloyal and we have a spat, I will never call you a rat. 
I respect you and rats. Don't use rat as an insult. If you check out women while out for a jog, I will never call you a dog. I respect you and dogs. Don't use dog as an insult. If you complain that we're not rich, I will never call you a bitch. I respect you and female dogs. Don't use bitch as an insult. If you tell a lie and make my trust break, I will never call you a snake. I respect you and snakes. Don't use snake as an insult. Respect every animal. Don't be speciesist. Never use the name of an animal as an insult for anyone. Respect every animal. Don't be speciesist. Never use the name of an animal as an insult for anyone. Respect every animal. Don't be speciesist. Never use the name of an animal as an insult for anyone. Respect every animal. Don't be speciesist. Never use the name of an animal as an insult for anyone.